0: Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall, a lock do it be, if you know the call, for if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see, cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin Hello everyone, and welcome to the Shrieking Shack, this is a Harry Potter re-read podcast for lapsed fans, I am your host ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz. We have finished harry potter finished harry potter like there's an epilogue but we finished harry potter this is the end of the story that we're on this week
1: yeah i mean the epilogue is just they lived happily ever after
0: yeah just like
1: way more words
0: they they, way more words and and way and some very depressing details sure of, of what exactly uh uh living living happily ever after means in this world but yeah this is the end how you feeling
1: feels weird yeah it's been a journey
0: it's been a journey uh it's been certainly uh an unexpected last book i think in Mm -hmm. terms of like what i remembered about it what i was thinking going in how i thought i might feel about it like I, i i i've admitted several times on here and it's funnier to think about every week. I was like prepared going into this thing to be like, you know, maybe this thing isn't as bad as I remember it. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was a dumb teenager when this came out. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like a lot of things then that I do like now.
1: Yeah, this came out in 2007, right? hmm. So I would have been 17 when it came out, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, what part of the year it was, which is like yeah. peak snob teen
0: hours. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I I would have been two thousand seven. Let's see, I would have been. I mean, I would have been playing Halo three and reading this, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, like just to that's a weird thing to think about. How's the Halo Um, three story? Much better than Harry Potter. (laughs) I can tell you that much. Mm -hmm. Halo three. There's a great part where the Arbiter and Master Chief are like, "All right, you know what? Let's team up." And they kind of like. There's there's this bit where they walk through the UNSC base and they like collect a bunch of weapons from a bunch of the Marines and sure. they get elites, and the, and and it's like oh it's kind of a funny scene they're loading up this ship with a bunch of laser guns oh yeah I remember that way more vividly than anything I remember there's a <laughs> there's a there's a bit in Halo Three where Half Jaw who's like the cool the cool elite he was a bad guy in two but then he's joined the arbiter mm-hmm. and he's like the commander of the elite forces because he's only and he's only got half a mouth and that's why he's called half jaw sure and he floats or he floats around in this big like hover chair and like points and stuff and says like shoot that or like p- p- make our spaceship go there what happened that's to his jaw v- uh, i got like because the, the elites have like those cool like kind of like praying mantis mandible things oh yeah and so, like, he's only got one set of them, so he got ripped off,
1: so combat, probably because yeah,
0: com- he's a cool because he's a cool combat veteran.
1: I will never forget the part in the first golden compass book that's called mm. the Golden Compass oh, where the yeah, yeah, where yeah. the bear the polar bears are fighting, and yeah. one of the polar bears like swipes the other. Mm-hmm. polar bear and it like rips off of his jaw and it's like oh, tongue yeah. is described as like yeah. falling out i'm like that is vivid in my mind wow Ooh, Ooh.
0: Nasty, nasty sounding i wonder if they did that in the new show it is on hbo so maybe yeah They're probably allowed to make it that gorgeous. oh yeah anyway we are describing lots and lots of things that aren't harry potter that are 10 times as memorable as harry potter <laughs> yeah 2007 halo 3 i probably would have been listening to like black parade over and over. Um still am, still am. That's true. That hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I think that this ending is a disaster. Mm. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Very interesting. I'm I'm excited to get into our chapter discussion for the week, but, mm-hmm. but just just at just at the top, just like wow, this is it. We're at yeah, the end we of finished Harry
1: Potter. Harry Potter.
0: We finished Harry Potter. There is an epilogue left, but who fucking cares? This is the end. This is how Harry Potter ends. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, we were saying for like the past three chapters, sure seems like they're wrapping up a lot in the last <laughs> chapter yeah uh it turns out yeah that's exactly what happens they really do rush to an ending in this chapter
1: yeah i want to take a special a special moment to uh shout out anyone who has been reading along with us the whole oh, time oh god
0: yes yeah, seriously if i you've know been... there are
1: people out there mm-hmm. and wow just a round of applause for you for finishing <laughs> harry potter with us it's Street over cast?
0: accommodations for anyone who has been reading the books for us absolutely yeah
1: because holy uh, cow
0: and also maybe an apology from us uh sorry for making you read i guess we didn't make you but sorry for uh inspiring you to read harry potter along with us yeah wowie whoo yeah so i guess i guess if you were one of those people post and i'll give you a special badge on twitter or something but uh yeah not a great book to end on Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and to, and to those of you who didn't read along with us but were like uh uh warning us all along <laughs> going like oh Turn next back. chapter ne- <laughs> yeah next, next chapter is gonna be real real fucking because uh, yeah yeah every there were people who knew who knew what was coming in this moment, uh-huh. uh who warned us and i mean not that we could do anything about it but, but you know we, we we simply had to uh let them watch us stumble headfirst into <laughs> everything everything that's in here mm-hmm. <laughs> but um before we get into our last book here our last chapter of the fi- of the final book we've got a little bit of news it's kind of some big news that we uh that happened uh the day after we recorded last week
1: yeah
0: um that harry potter video game
1: mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an evil chuckle, just so everyone, it's a yeah. chuckle, a chuckle of evil.
0: A chuckle of evil, perhaps, for whom could have predicted? Most
1: could have known?
0: That the, that the controversy with the Harry Potter video game releasing in 2022 or whatever might have a little bit more controversy left in the gas tank.
1: Yeah, which seems like what they maybe should have avoided at all costs. <laughs>
0: Liam Robertson, a, uh, I believe a games journalist, tweeted out Friday after we had uh, already posted our episode. I know this is just shocking, but the lead designer of Hogwarts Legacy is Troy Levitt, a far right YouTuber who used to make anti feminism and pro gamer game videos.
1: Womp womp. <laughs>
0: this is so good and i mean like it's not good but it is like it is the it's most highly
1: depressing for sure
0: yeah incredibly depress. i mean the, the the part that was most depressing honestly was like in the comments and like like you know i see posts about this there's so many people going like why didn't wb know why didn't they check this guy and the answer is they they don't give a fucking they shit. don't care they don't care they care that someone noticed and and is making trouble for them.
1: yeah and we'll see how much they care about that
0: right right yeah we will see if they do absolutely anything about this um but yeah they 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 don't care it doesn't matter it sounds like there are some other stories out out of the studio that have kind of surfaced in the wake of this saying like yeah maybe this whole studio's management is kind of rotten top to bottom oh uh uh yeah, so not not maybe not isolated just to one guy on the on, on yeah the team that's sort of kind of
1: how it works when you invite those guys.
0: <laughs> it might be it might be kind of a problem with the management as a whole. This
1: might be a, a problem.
0: Some other employees might have raised this concern before and been shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who who could have guessed? But it is it is so perfect because it 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 really highlights exactly what i I, like you know and and this is something that wb is concerned about um purely again because because it's image and image affects the bottom line right but like harry potter is becoming uh and to some people already has become uh like this is a a a cultural signifier right like This is the, this is the turf media rallying point. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, like I see, see posts very occasionally on the Harry Potter subreddit that I would not have thought twice about uh, Mm -hmm. before all of this. But now when I see someone showing up on the subreddit and saying, hey, I just decided to start, I'd never read Harry Potter and I'm Mm. starting now in 2021. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay.
0: Mhm. I'm I wonder, sure that's for
1: no reason.
0: Yeah, uh, but like it, it it is it is rapidly becoming impossible to like separate uh uh what JK Rowling's politics are. I mean like you know you, you can you can try as we have as we have uh, uh, demonstrated in on this podcast up until now the last chapter that is impossible because the problems with Harry Potter started right at the very beginning, honestly um but like now that it is uh attracting you know other uh uh, uh similarly minded people mm-hmm. it's like no this is this is now this this is how this is how stupid fucking culture war stuff starts right and like th- this is this is now that like this is now in the same way that like disliking the last jedi was going to be like a you know a badge of honor for these people liking harry potter is going to be which is very funny to think about because oh, liking, i
1: know it's really li- it's really quite funny
0: like liking harry potter against ever all odds and against you know all better judgment has been like the like like the liberal media rallying cry for so long
1: yeah it was like it was very like quote-unquote cringe right it's like it's like liberal cringe to these guys but now all of a sudden all these guys are like i love harry potter now
0: (laughs) i've discovered i really like harry potter makes some good points and like but like it is also in the face of like all the people who are clinging to it going like well, just because the author is actively evil doesn't doesn't mean that like the message isn't good and that I, I can still squeeze some meaning out of it. And, uh, I, you know, like there are a whole cottage in it. I mean, and like in, in, in a way, granted, like I, I'm I think some of it is cynical. I don't think all of it is. I think there are some people who you know it is difficult when something means something to you to just like cut it off cold turkey, oh right? sure,
1: and there's plenty in Harry Potter that's very easy to be like it's about love' Cause, like, right. yeah, yeah, like sort yeah, like very liter- v- literally, v- literally vague, yeah
0: broad, yeah, 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 um uh and, and so i i I have a lot of like empathy for that because, yeah it it sucks, you can't just decouple from something that's meant a lot to you I- incredibly quickly, but like i it, it's becoming harder and harder to justify that i think um and i think it is maybe time to admit that like at at this point harry potter at at this point in time maybe one day down the line when jk rowling isn't involved or or something we can like you know make the efforts that people are trying to do now to like reclaim it or whatever I, i doubt it but like you know it's possible but i would say that like right now it's a cultural signifier that's like very easy to just write off now uh Mm -hmm. just be like yeah no like just i'm not i don't (laughs) don't you don't need harry potter in your life um uh you don't need this video game uh uh you don't need jk rowling you don't need uh troy levitt who (sighs) is uh before this most famous for i guess making a video called it's okay to be a gamer which uh (laughs) i will not i i I have not linked it or like like i've been very tempted i didn't want to like spread i didn't want to just like spread Gamergate shit around on like the shrieking shack twitter or whatever but like boy howdy was i sitting there with my video editor making some fun like just there's some Powerful images and and uh, uh, stuff in those videos. Incredibly funny, um, in a dark in a dark way. Uh, it's pathetic. It's sad. He sucks. Um, but I'm not surprised. I, I, what what could have drawn him to Harry Potter in 2020?
1: Yeah, and it's interesting how him being the lead designer has really drawn a lot of other characters to Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were mentioning that the uh, the subreddit has sort of transformed overnight since mm, the news. Discord,
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I popped into because I'm still in the like channel for the official Discord, and like mm-hmm. I popped in on the day of the news, and I'm like, oh, so their general chat is just like wink, wink, GamerGate Clubhouse now, mm-hmm. uh, which was is a very different kind of audience than i would say your general harry potter audience was before but now that these guys are there that's what it is now that's how this works and it was also it was half that and half 10 year olds not understanding why they're not allowed to rp in general chat
0: (laughs) so (laughs) we've got we've got to extricate them safely and find find them a healthy outlet for that Mm -hmm. not the harry potter discord um but yeah, no, like the yeah, this is how this stuff works. This is how these things become attached to shitty culture war politics, right? Is, is is they stake a claim in it. They plant their flag in it, and the flag that is firmly planted in Harry Potter right now is uh turf bullshit. Yeah. And that's like that's that is not going to be easy to remove.
1: Yeah, um, and then under the turf flag, there's like a, it's okay to be a gamer flag. <laughs>
0: Which is weird. Do you think? Do you think all these people who are like coming to Harry Potter because like they're shitty, annoying GamerGate turf guys, um, <laughs> and like they're reading Harry Potter for the first time because it's their job now, uh they like get to the part where like Harry talks about Dudley's PlayStation and how stupid it is. Uh oh. And they're like, "Fuck this! Uh-oh. This is stupid." J.K. <laughs> Rowling doesn't respect gamers. <laughs> I mean, the other thing, too, right, is that, like, uh, granted, J.K. Rowling is probably under some form of, like, Twitter house arrest, right? Where they won't let her post. Yeah. Um, but, w- like, when when Gamergate was happening uh, in, in its, you know, in the full swing of things, that was when she was at the peak of her, like, epic dunks on incels posts, right? Was like, she
1: dunking on incels? I thought she was oh, dunking on, oh. like the president
0: no she before that she she absolutely was like uh, uh uh talking about incels i i don't know if she ever said gamergate by name or anything but i there's... just don't
1: i just don't see her being very equipped to understand the situation at all
0: <laughs> i just i you would th- you would think that um you know uh a uh a right-wing anti-feminist guy being the lead d- director on the video game based on her property uh would be cause for alarm for her but uh sounds like no
1: yeah weird. she's probably pretty inoculated to that stuff by now
0: weird with the circles weird. that she's
1: running some interesting interesting stuff who could have seen this coming
0: who could have seen this coming where was i it's it's been posted a million times but it is very funny the lord of the rings meme is going around have you <laughs> seen that hmm like uh tur- turfs i never thought i'd be fighting side by side with the far right far right yes you did <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that, yeah uh, yep. uh, yeah yep, yeah Who, whom could have predicted um so yeah so the game the game uh, uh the game's lead designer is uh exactly who you think uh, might have been jumping on the chance to direct a harry potter game at the moment um it's caused a few ripples. I mean, it's got it you're you are no longer allowed to discuss it on like Reset Era, which is like a big video game forum. I'm kind of up and down on how effective that that is as a as a like as sure. as a, a stopgap tactic, but nonetheless it is interesting to see such a like big site taking that kind of like huge action against the game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh I am curious whether anyone pushes wb on this um because you know they they have not released any statements they have not said anything obviously any decision they do make is not going to be like worth giving props to because it'll it'll just be like a response to their own fuck up that they hope no one would would notice but like do they do anything do they do they like Get rid of the lead design because it it seems like I think there was when this first broke I was honestly hesitant because I was like what if this is just a different guy with the same name right sure there's there's so many ways that this could have been fake or like wrong or he wasn't the lead designer he's just like some schmuck working on textures or something right but it it does seem like after after more journalists have kind of been digging on this it really is him the lead designer and like. I actually, I'm fully willing to admit, I don't know how, like, ingrained the lead designer, at, like, a, on a huge AAA game is, right? Like, what what is his aftertouch on this game gonna be? Sure. I couldn't tell you, and I have no idea whether removing him at this point in a game that already has a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Like does that sway anyone? I mean, like, the answer should be no, right? But, like, does it? You know, does anyone go like, oh, well, they put a new guy in there, so it'll be fine. Um, I, I, I don't know how, how like, you know, video game development is laying the tracks down as the train's moving, and I don't know, like, you know, the tracks are already laid. I don't know, like, how much work a new designer can do to, like, counter anything. I mean, like, honestly... It, he could have not put any personal spin in this game whatsoever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a triple a video game that I'm sure is being like every single little aspect of it is being focused tested and is trying right. to be the most inoffensive nothing game exactly. possible. So like, I'm not even so worried about the game right. but, like, and it's content, but he's, no. you know, he's collecting a paycheck.
0: Yeah. He's collecting a paycheck off of the back of his past behavior that is like directly, uh uh and like somewhat ironically aligned with what everyone is yelling about uh at jk rolling for at the moment mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah it's a lot it's uh it's it's it's, it's <laughs> this honestly the last thing i expected
1: i know it's like no way i thought that, that like i mean i guess that's my my eyebrows is raising just because it does seem like if you are wb exec you do vet not because you think that it's good or whatever, but Mm -hmm. just like, this is the last thing you want, right?
0: Yeah. it, it, It speaks anything WB does now speaks less to like their, um, you know, their, their like principles as a company, um, and more to just their incompetence. Right. Like even, even if the person firing this guy Believes the exact same things like hey man, I subbed your channel, but like I gotta fire you, right? Like that's entirely possible, nay, probable. But usually, I would say they would be smarter about it and realize that they are WB and uh, they need to make money and this, this looks bad, this is bad PR, this, this generates the bad headlines where people yell at us in the in the gaming press mm-hmm. so i mean the, the the cynical reality is that wb is going to clean house eventually but not in the sense that they are going to like renew their company uh um you know principles or or or, or, or you know have any new guiding morals on like how video game production is handled it just means they're gonna hire someone who is better at doing background checks
1: yeah i don't know like, I, was just, I was just hoping that no one would notice i like, guess it's not that secret right it's like it's not like no. people dug up old tweets from 2005
0: right. right this isn't someone who like posted something embarrassing when they were in high school uh you know this is this or even is...
1: wildly offensive while they were in high school right but this, this <laughs> is it, the the effort expended to make a youtube channel is a lot different than like the 10 seconds it takes to fire off some shit
0: yeah and also these videos are from like a year ago right like that's the uh, that is the other part about this that is that is that is kind of hilarious to me is that like this is a i don't know 50 year old man um <laughs> who was still making videos about like anita Sarkeesian in Just
1: 2018
0: pathetic. like dude who fucking cares The world has moved on. This middle-aged man with a career, he works on, like, Disney video games. He's like, you know what I'm going to do when I get home? Is I'm going to record a fucking video about femme frequency.
1: Oh, I'm so angry.
0: Who fucking cares? Loser.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really. That really, like, big loser. Huge fucking loser. Just incredible. (laughs) Get a hobby, dude.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. I don't... I don't... I don't know.
1: Um, Embracing Because this is just, like, maybe the, in a bad way, funniest thing that could have happened to all of the people who are, like, vaguely, you know, liberal, lefty, that are, like, bending over backwards, somersaulting around to try to say why it's okay to buy the Harry Potter game. And then it's like, (coughs) what about the developers? They didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well...
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like the 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 thing, the, the response I've seen to that is that, like you know, obviously we're not talking about the management, we're talking about the you, you know the the uh coders or and the the texture artists, which is like okay, sure, you know that they got paid, right? Like they're they get yeah, a salary, paid like
1: fifteen dollars an hour or whatever, like not
0: enough for like 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 certainly, but that's a whole whole separate issue. It's not like they are gambling at all on whether or not you personally buy the video game <laughs> like it's fine you cannot buy or you know what just buy it and just shut the fuck up about
1: yeah, it. yeah shut up big time like sh- who
0: care like ultimately <laughs> yeah who cares i put gas in my car and that's not great either but like who you don't gotta justify it to me please don't make please don't like post online about like oh i'm gonna buy this but i feel so bad about it no you don't <laughs> like you just want someone to say that it's okay. Just shut yeah. up, and if you just shut up about it, no one will need to say it's okay or not. Just play right.
1: it. Again, I said this the first time this all came around. It's like that's for your priest, not for not for Twitter. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, it's not okay. But you're gonna do it anyway, so <laughs> I, don't I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's it's a mess out there, but uh, but 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 yeah, this is this is just the most perfect possible thing that could have happened. Uh, in, in, in just in terms of like, I don't know, proving exactly what the problem, with this video game coming out now is right. Like, 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 yeah, this is, this is what Harry Potter is now. It, I mean, like, like I, I don't like that it's this, but it, it is now a battleground for, for culture war stuff. And guess who has their flag and planted firmly in it. It's turfs and it's, far right because that's who jk rowling is now um and the gamer
1: gators that just still exist for some reason
0: (laughs) that are still out there like
1: you guys are still around
0: yeah well i mean like they just became yeah uh, yeah these yeah it's
1: it's not it's no good it's no good like you can be sad you can be like oh that sucks i really liked that thing and then just like move on
0: yeah it's harry potter
1: that's what i'm gonna do (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, finished, yeah, we're gonna, I finished
1: this fucking book
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna read twilight instead <laughs> but yeah it's uh it, it, until jacob Rowling is out this will keep happening i'm sure once she is out it will keep happening i'm not saying that that is the the solution right but like we've been saying for like pretty much a whole year now it's been almost a year i think since surf manifesto um maybe a little really maybe a little less yeah yeah that like wb is like has really gotten like caught with its pants down with this like lucrative franchise right and like they can only react they've been reacting for a year now and it's kind of on them to take an active position um and and i don't know get jk rolling out of their clean house uh, uh with their like studios maybe fire people who are like actively promoting uh far-right propaganda on their youtube channels i would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. would be a good uh, you know uh, uh uh or or at least just maybe don't let them get to the uh lead design position on the harry potter game because all eyes will be on that you know right yeah you know you know just just maybe play smarter not harder um but uh regardless it's it's on them to be active uh instead of just reacting to every little thing that jk rowling and, and it's people surrounding harry potter do i i Still can't believe this is real. This felt so fake when it happened. Do you think like, that
1: do you think they'll clean house and then uh once JK Rowling's out, they'll let um JJ Abrams re- reboot it?
0: <laughs> oh, that would be delicious. Right? That's hmm. If anyone was going to be like the the like rebooter in chief for <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> jj <laughs> J. abrams
1: we gotta get jj J.
0: on this one <laughs> would would be not only the funniest outcome because it's like because i could see from their perspective i see like oh like he is just like the he is the safest choice he's 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 nice everyone seems to like him he's never he's never said anything fucked up um also exactly the harry potter the fandom deserves oh yeah jj <laughs> J. abrams harry potter is one you, you you wanted a fucking puzzle box you wanted you wanted fucking big sweeping epic bullshit here you go he does both you I'm get surprised is... that
1: the harry potter fandom doesn't like unironically call for that more often they're so stuck on like the hbo show so that there can mm. be gore and cussing but what yeah. they they just they just want jj abrams harry potter
0: jj <laughs> abrams harry potter is just oh that's so dark that's so cursed
1: they should just put it right in the title too. JJ J. Abrams, Harry Potter. JJ <laughs> Abrams.
0: I mean, they would, right? Because like that would be how they signify that JK Rowling is not involved anymore. Oh my they god, it... they would. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Instead of like, you know, like a spike lead joint or whatever, it's like JJ J. Abrams is Harry Potter. <laughs> that that is that is a hundred percent how they would handle that. Wonderful. Oh my god. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait it's what the franchise deserves it's what we all deserve really
1: mm-hmm i jj abrams would make dark hogwarts <laughs> <laughs> evil hogwarts Ooh, the, the great hall it's always nighttime and the Ooh. house elves have little demon horns <laughs>
0: you bring back all your favorite characters mm-hmm. They the same actors for some reason oh and very yeah confusing oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. this is it's all coming together
1: if anyone could get diana radcliffe back in harry potter it's jj abrams
0: that's right that's right oh my god so i guess i guess we will keep following this story because it is incredibly fucking funny sad and perfect Um, but, uh, for now, I think we should probably put the news to rest, roll up our sleeves, and talk about the ending of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows.
1: I know that there's probably going to be, like, an epilogue summary, because I know I'm going to have to be like, and Ron and Hermione had had three children, and their names are hubert and whatever their names are but this really does feel like the last chapter summary
0: this is the end this Um, is the end
1: the last sort of chapter summary ever 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 this is chapter 36 it's called the flaw in the plan harry wakes up he's face down once again after having been knocked out and gone to purgatory for a little while He sort of expects when he wakes up for the Death Eaters to be cheering at his defeat. But instead, Voldemort is also knocked out for some reason. Uh, Bellatrix is trying to help him and is like, hey, are you okay? Um, But he is. And he's like, no, no, I'm all good. Um, And in this moment, he decides he's a little like freaked out, I think. He didn't really know why he got knocked out. Um, But he's like, someone needs to check if uh, Harry is actually dead. Uh, and Harry's like, damn it, I'm just going to get killed again. This sucks. Um, but the person who decides to go over and check because no one else would volunteer uh, is Narcissa Malfoy. And she comes over, kneels, uh, kneels down, puts her hand on Harry's chest and whispers in his ear, is Draco alive? Is he in the castle? And Harry, like, says very quietly back, yes. Uh, Narcissa stands up and says, yes, he's dead. Uh, so Narcissa has lied for him. Uh, Voldemort's like, okay, cool, that rules. Um, he Crucio's Harry's dead body, dead body a few times, uh, and Harry has to do his best at, like, playing dead. Uh, and then Voldemort has, like, this really cool sicko idea where he's like, I know what would be epic. We'll have Hagrid carry Harry's dead body to Hogwarts, um because that that'll be like super messed up um and so harry like does not dare indicate to hagrid that he's alive uh but he's like he's like laying limp in his arms um and they they wa- their procession like walks out to for voldemort to make his like triumphant uh speech or whatever they arrive outside of hogwarts uh voldemort does the megaphone thing with his voice and his, and says you know harry potter is dead uh the battle is lost Uh, you need to surrender immediately and I'll spare all your lives. Um, uh, everyone at Hogwarts is very upset. There's a lot of yelling, a lot of anguish. Uh, we also get the detail that because Voldemort, uh, is assured in his victory that Nagini's bubble shield has ended, um, Hagrid is commanded to put Harry's dead body on the ground and he does. Um, everyone on the Hogwarts side is sort of getting rowdy, but it's Neville who is the one that steps forward to defy Voldemort in this moment. Uh, Voldemort kind of taunts him a little bit. It's like, aren't you a pureblood? Um, you'll be a great Death Eater. Uh, and Neville says, "Ab, never. I will never join you. Uh, and so Voldemort says, well, everyone's going to have to. Um, I'm going to make a better world. There's not going to be any sorting anymore because everyone will be in Slytherin. And Voldemort summons the sorting hat, puts it on Neville's head, and then lights it on fire. So Neville is just like, on fire i guess um and i think it's at that moment where there's just like this new it's the it's like a, a, the extra people have come to fight people from hogsmeade Grop is there the centaurs have arrived um and in the confusion harry pulls the invisibility cloak around himself and disappears um neville also at some point in this sequence of events gets the hat off of his head, I think because it's the chaos and I guess he's fine from the fire. And he, um, cuts Nagini's head off with the sword. Um, chaos, uh, happens. The fight is, is beginning anew. Um, most of the like norm like human combatants end up, uh, buffeted into the entrance hall of Hogwarts because the giants are fighting outside. So everyone's going to get like trampled to death if they don't make it inside. um, Harry gets to fight a little bit uh, from stealth. Uh, he's got the cloak on him. Everyone's doing crazy duels. Voldemort's fighting McGonagall, Slugcourt, and Kingsley all at once. Bellatrix is fighting Hermione, Ginny, and Luna um, and almost curses Ginny. Uh, but then we get the iconic line, not my daughter, you bitch, as, as Molly Weasley shows up um, to duel Bellatrix 1v1. Uh, and we get this image where it's like there's these two fights happening. It's like Voldemort versus like the three people. And he's like, they're, like, evenly matched in a in a 1v3. And then Molly is just, like, 1v1 ing Bellatrix. And Harry's sort of watching, and he's like, what do I do? Do I intervene? Everyone else is just surrounding them and watching these two fights happen. Um, eventually, Molly gets the upper hand against Bellatrix and kills her. Um, Voldemort is very upset and makes, like, an explosion and and Harry, like, shields people so they don't die. Uh, but Harry, at this point, is like, enough. It's time for, it's time for my one v one with Voldemort. So he takes his invisibility cloak off, um, and everyone's like, wow, he's alive. Um, and this is when Harry and Voldemort have their, like, verbal standoff, right? They're, they are mm. going to talk back and forth at each other for an extremely long time, uh, I'm not going to go into their back and forth. I'm just going to say, like, the main points of the lore that Harry reveals here, because Harry's got it all figured out. We don't really hear Harry figuring it out, but he he has. Um, he reveals to Voldemort that, like, Voldemort has made a mistake, and the core of his mistake is that Snape was Dumbledore's was loyal to Dumbledore the whole time. Voldemort's like, who cares? Who gives a shit? I killed him anyway. It doesn't matter. Snape owned the Elder Wand. I killed him. Harry, but ah, Harry reveals no, because Dumbledore planned his own death with Snape. So Snape wasn't the true master of the Elder Wand. And by accident, um, the, because Draco disarmed Dumbledore before Dumbledore was killed, Draco became the true master of the Elder Wand. Uh, at this point, Harry gives Voldemort a chance to be remorseful, and Voldemort just brushes him off. It's like, that's, that's stupid. I'm, I, I don't care. Um, and Harry later, as he continues his lore explanation, Harry has, as we saw in this book, incidentally defeated Draco in a duel, therefore taking possession of the Elder Wand. Um, the sunset rises in the Great Hall, It's finally, after this big reveal, time for the duel. Voldemort doesn't really believe it, I don't think, or, like, thinks that his magic is too good, so it shouldn't matter. Um, Voldemort casts the Killing Curse at Harry. Harry casts Expelliarmus at Voldemort. The beams meet in the middle, and Harry, being the true master of the Elder Wand, and the Elder Wand recognizing Harry as its master, the Killing Curse rebounds on Voldemort, and he falls dead, and it's finally over uh everyone's really happy harry has to sort of play dumbledore in this moment right like everybody is like happy that it's over but at the same time like a ton of people died um and so harry has to sort of greet everyone he's the savior so he's playing the like i don't know somewhere between like the like president meeting families of like people (laughs) who've died and also like i I don't know he's just like i don't want to do this this sucks um and eventually he, like, meets up with Luna, who's like, oh, I'll, I'll, you probably don't want to be talking to all of these people. I'll make a distraction. Uh, and so she does, and he puts the cloak around himself, and he grabs uh, Ron and Hermione, uh, and they go up to Dumbledore's office. Um, when they walk in, all of the headmaster portraits are clapping for for Harry, the triumphant hero. Um,
0: congratulations.
1: Congratulations. Uh, Dumbledore painting is crying. Um, Harry uh, talks... To, You know, the Dumbledore paints like, good job, you, congratulations, you did it. Um, Harry uh, says he's going to get rid of the Elder Wand, and Dumbledore's like, ah, like, I knew you would. Uh, Ron and Hermione are sort of like, are you stupid? Um, But Harry's like, yeah, uh, I liked my old wand better. And he uses the Elder Wand and its immense power to repair his old, old wand that we know and love. Um, he tells Dumbledore that he lost uh, the Resurrection Stone in the forest. So I guess that's just like jumanji in there. Um, and and he's going to keep the cloak because, like, the cloak's not very good anyway. So it's, <laughs> so it's totally fine. Um, Hermione and Ron are like, oh, I guess, like, we kind of want you to keep the super gun. Uh, but Hermione's like, I think Harry's right. Um, and Harry says, I think it's more trouble than it's worth. Um, I think that's the end. That's the end, and, and like there's, the some, end. there's some there's some stuff. That's where Harry Potter ends, right? There's, that's like there's some stuff because he's like, if I die a natural death and own the Elder One, then it won't <laughs> it won't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's some some lore in there, but that's that's it. That's the end.
0: Harry Potter's over. It's over really rushing to a conclusion here <laughs> yeah um i had a lot of expectations sure for, for this book mm-hmm. going in that yeah. were like one by one sort of plucked at i would say uh-huh um and and i knew going into this chapter just because of how fast things were moving i was like well this is going to be kind of rushed i still wasn't prepared for ending like this Mm-hmm. this is the end of harry potter
1: it is it sort of ends it's sort of an original star trek ending where he's just like it's more trouble than it's worth Ha ha, ha. yeah it's really bizarre
0: <laughs> yeah none of the other care like you mentioned hermione being like uh i think harry's right that's the end of her character yep that's that's the, it. the moment where Ron is like, I think you should keep the super gun. Yeah. That's the last thing Ron gets to do in this story. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Like those, those characters did not reach a conclusion.
1: Ron got a banger line though. Hold <laughs> on. Where is it? Really gives a feeling for the scope and tragedy of the thing. Doesn't it?
0: <laughs> that the context of that moment is incredible. Mm hmm. Because what is he talking about there? It's
1: it's like, Peeves's song. Peeves is like flying around, singing like a goofy song about how Voldemort's dead, and and runs like yeah. like sarcastically saying that as if his brother wasn't just his murdered like one died. hour ago.
0: His his brother like got Saving Private Ryan in front of him. Yeah, this is <laughs> completely bonkers. Mm-hmm. I. I I will be saying this a lot this episode, but th- I am shocked that <laughs> this book is not a, like, Rise of Skywalker-level legendary flop. Mm-hmm. This, uh, like, because I keep thinking about this, because I know, I know that we are, we're older readers, we're people who kind of, like, snapped out of the Harry Potter stupor earlier than a lot of others i i would say or like along around the same time other fans right like like we we didn't like this book when we read it and i think that those feelings snowball to the point where we are 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 now right like Mm -hmm. uh um uh uh but i was still like ready to read this and go you know what i can see why people still like it sure um there are plenty of things that I don't like, but I can like look at and go like, I understand why people enjoy this mm-hmm. and it's just not for me or some variation of that. But with this and like knowing roughly what the um, like the general temperature of like what pop culture tastes are, right? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. To me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am not a Marvel movie fan every single marvel movie is better than this like <laughs> just in terms of like i i can watch it i can have it wash over me and i will like at least understand why someone likes this what's the someone... worst
1: marvel movie thor 2 Is that the yeah, one that probably... everyone says is the worst one
0: yeah or iron man 2 those are kind of the oh
1: ones. i saw iron man 2 in the theater
0: i did too yeah because i really liked the first one Mm -hmm. i I hadn't seen the
1: first one i think iron man 2 was the first marvel movie i like saw
0: iron man 2 is the movie that they shot without a script for like half of it and you can tell yeah you can tell that that was a work in progress um (laughs) um but but like you know what i mean like i can i can see something and and not like it but at least understand how it got to where it is right (laughs) just 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 purely just as a like person who who absorbs pop culture and and and, and movies and books and, and, and games and whatnot like i i can i can i can gauge that stuff but like this this book and particularly this ending carries so many of the exact same traits um of like things that are 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 very widely poorly regarded right Mm -hmm. um this shares a lot of dna like i said with rise of skywalker this shares a lot of dna with like um i mean the game of thrones tv ending right in terms of just like it is it is so clearly rushing to an ending um because they've run out of space that that it's impossible to ignore it doesn't wrap up
1: it's a novel, beloved. though you can't run out right, of space. That,
0: right, You can't run out of space. I mean, like nine hundred I mean,
1: pages long.
0: <laughs> it's one of the longer books. Yeah, it's it, it's, but it, it but it shares that those traits, right? Like it it it, it leaves a bunch of um, beloved characters on the hook, and the, uh, the uh, J.K. Rowling just plainly seems uninterested in a lot of these characters now. Um, uh, and it doesn't really say anything. And it is it is it, it it is all predicated on a mystery invented for and in this book, <laughs> being the like the thing that 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 motivates Harry's big Columbo speech to Voldemort, <laughs> where, he, where he solves the mystery here and and the ending where where he declares to the Dumbledore painting like, "Here's what I'm going to do with the Deathly Hallows," as if this is something that we have been anxious about for seven books Mm -hmm. when it's something that we uh, was invented for this book and not only that was introduced halfway through the last book um it is pure comedy like i I just i just can't I, i can't grasp what people see in this as an ending
1: yeah i mean it's a big battle i guess
0: there is a big battle and as we just talked about in the first big battle chapter i guess the like the mid the early yeah mid 2000s that was the big battle era right Mm -hmm. everyone every book had a big battle every movie had a big battle that was how things ended so i guess i guess looking at it from that perspective it does deliver a big battle Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't tell you anything about the characters or the world or like deliver anything on the fantasy of like i want to live here right like it it doesn't it doesn't give you anything it is it is a it is like honestly shocking to me i yeah i just i and and i guess i guess it stands to reason like last week we talked about how like you know the 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 things that have lingered in the in the culture in the fandom about book seven i think are mostly vaguely the concept of the battle of hogwarts right like it's cool there's a battle
1: yeah but it's like sort of like concept of war types like it's just like sort of like the scope of tragedy where a bunch of people die right
0: yeah it's very vague but like the idea that there was a battle and it was a struggle and people died for like a good cause right Mm -hmm. that's something that the fandom holds on to and then the always scene. right yeah those are kind of the things that, that that have lasted the ending and what it says about the characters or, or or for the most part doesn't say about the characters or the world is like just a gaping hole. There's nothing there for anyone. Not even I mean like the epilogue. Is going to put an even finer point on it that, like, there is nothing left for you to imagine about these characters. Yeah. Because the author doesn't care and also doesn't want you to think about it. All that matters is that Harry had a cool fight with the villain.
1: Yeah, I I think it's so weird because it just, it seems like it should be very formulaic, I suppose, and then doesn't do that. Uh, Like, at any kind of final action scene, which I which I still am like, I don't think a big battle was the right <laughs> way to end this book. I don't think no. we needed it to be like a big action sequence. Um, but I guess maybe that's for the movie. I don't know. Um, but usually when you do that, it's like, yeah, your final like climactic moment is, you know, Harry versus Voldemort. It's the main character versus the main bad guy. But like usually this like other main characters get to do something in the battle. Yeah. And it is, I am going absolutely wild that what characters were given those moments were Kingsley, McGonagall, Slughorn, and Molly Weasley.
0: Yeah.
1: Ron and Hermione have nothing to do in this. No. Nothing.
0: Nothing at all. They, the last thing they got to do was uh, go to the chamber of secrets, and they did that like off the stage, like just, just, just yeah, un- literally just to like to sweep
1: us. it under the rug because we it, it does it like it's like we got to this point, we're approaching this big battle, like we're running out of time, and we mm-hmm. still had that cup hanging out, so they were the characters that rushed off screen to come on back and say, We dealt with that, <laughs>
0: we finished don't we worry, it out, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't get to do anything. It, Molly Weasley getting the the big defeating the second in command moment.
1: Yeah, she gets to be. She gets the sidekick moment. She gets like the second main character moment. Yeah. Why?
0: <laughs> it's so bizarre. And then Harry's showdown with Voldemort too is like it has. The cadence and, like, the air of, like, the, you know, this is the big spaghetti western standoff. They're even doing the, like, walking around in circles with their hands over their guns thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And, like, taunting each other. But the thing that's hilarious about it is that, like, Harry is, number one, he is, he is explaining something to the audience. He's not talking to Voldemort. He is... Right. He is explaining to the audience that he has solved the grand puzzle, and he's like, "Oh, have you not figured it out yet? You're so stupid. Here's the answer, and it is an answer that nobody could have possibly predicted uh, uh, pre-reading this book, right? Like there, there is no no thread being picked up here that goes any further than like five chapters back, <laughs> um, and." Voldemort is also not really behaving like a cool villain to be overcome. Like his response to everything is like, well, I was lagging when you figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I uh, my frame rates all fucked up. I can't, you know, one V one me now. i my, my, you know, my computer's uh, ready. Um, But like, he's just not because he has nothing to say about harry as a character and harry has nothing to say about voldemort as a character and that's a problem if you're in book seven out of seven and your hero and your villain have no nothing to say to each other except like explaining the mechanics of the mystery that was just introduced that's bad Hmm. if you get to that point and like there's no if you can't even like make it personal between them and it with characters who it would be very easy to make it personal between given that uh he tried to murder harry as a baby and killed his parents yeah um really dispassionate uh uh, uh impersonal and lacking in any sort of real drama confrontation between the protagonist and antagonist yeah like I just don't, I I don't see how this this conclusion even superficially satisfied anyone. Like I get, like yeah, I guess you got the light. I guess you got the. I nearly said lightsaber fight. You you nearly you you did get the the wand fight between Voldemort and and uh, and Harry. But like to what end? There is no, there's nothing juicy here. There's no, there's no drama. There's no character moment because harry is not harry here harry is uh a vessel for jk rowling to explain her genius mystery solution to you
1: well he's also dumbledore now
0: he's also dumbledore now that's like the broader implication of this chapter um which is very funny <laughs> like it kind of dark so like yeah he's he has just become he's been remade in dumbledore's image
1: yeah and i mean that also just sort of kneecaps any drama that could happen because the way that Dumbledore is is like fundamentally impersonal yeah and that's what Harry has become like I think that that's what we're supposed to buy into is this like path that Harry has taken where he's like sort of ascending here and he's he's assuming the mantle that Dumbledore left behind and is being very Dumbledore in Voldemort mm-hmm. but in that way it just becomes completely impersonal
0: yeah he has become the great man Um, but he is he is like no longer like you know a petty human child he is not only did he did he grow up and become a man and get his watch but he is the great man he is he is uh yeah he's he's something more which is which
1: is really what this book becomes about in this last chapter which is like how does a great man become the great man right and Mm -hmm. but it's just like it is suddenly about that because it can't really be about whatever else it was before
0: and the answer is he solves the puzzle
1: he solves the puzzle yeah he solves the puzzle and And he says no to the super gun
0: yeah yeah so i guess i guess let's take it from the top here he's in the woods um and and both he and Voldemort have been knocked the fuck over.
1: This <laughs> is a very funny image to me.
0: It's really good. Like I love Voldemort is the ultimate jobber. He has <laughs> he has never won a confrontation in this series. <laughs> so pre the books even starting, he kills uh uh James and Lily, but he fails to kill a baby. Yeah. Um defeated by a baby who didn't even know what was going on
1: again sort of a technicality (laughs) i i will say he voldemort is right he is very unlucky
0: yeah like
1: throughout the whole thing it is just all really unlucky at every moment
0: he was lagging yeah yeah um but so so that's the first thing book one um he's stuck in the back of an annoying guy's head uh and then a 10 year old touches his face and crumbles him into dust uh book two his ghost fails uh just gets defeated by a bird yeah uh uh, book three fucked off book four he gets owned in a graveyard book five even even
1: it's worm i think it's wormtail that kills cedric too so it's not even like he got got in a he didn't (laughs) get a kill or anything
0: he got an assist yeah um book book five he he shows up because his goons are so incompetent they can't (laughs) kill a bunch of teenagers uh and then dumbledore shows up and and defeats him book six uh he's kind of just fucking around doing his own thing and like getting a teenager to do his dirty work i think this is the mo- six is the most successful he ever was and it was kind of by accident
1: yeah he was like wow that worked
0: i was like oh draco did, oh it worked okay Oh, draco cool. did
1: the thing that i oh. haven't been able to do this whole oh. time
0: oh. okay cool all right well shows yeah, a win-win situation i guess um and then book seven Uh, he fails to kill Harry in the car chase, um, and then fails to kill him here. Like, (laughs) could you imagine being a Death Eater in this moment? And you're like, finally, my master, his plan is coming to fruition. Um, it's, it's all coming together. It's all, everything's looking up for us, the Death Eaters. And like, for the seventh time, your boss uh, attempts to kill a teenager and just falls the fuck over <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's so embarrassing
0: why, why is anyone still following this guy
1: also once he was up he was like too
0: scared to check if the body That's was not still yet- alive <laughs> like ah, oh, someone else go check the body please <laughs> i'm fine but um i would need i need someone else it's like when you it's like when you like pull your back from getting out of a chair but you're too embarrassed to say anything you're like nope i will i will continue to carry the groceries <laughs> this is fine like <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's he's just really really not that inspiring of a, of a boss Mm-mm. here yeah he was like pulling he was moving furniture and was like, "Ah, mm, no, I'm just, I'm fine. I, I, I definitely killed that child, but if someone could go check for me, <laughs> that would be great." Um, and like, I, I think that the the Narcissa turn here on paper is like pretty good, right? I think it's like one of the better moments in this chapter. Oh, easily. But it's weird that it's her, right? Like, you had you had a really good point about this uh, when we were chatting about it yesterday.
1: I mean, I, this, this book makes me sad because in this last chapter, it really, like, the theme suddenly seems to be about moms. Yeah. And being a mom. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, you know, Lily died for her son. Narcissa is going to risk her life to try to save her son. Molly gets the, not my daughter, you bitch. Like that's (laughs) that in this moment, in the last chapter of Harry Potter, JK Rowling wanted to make it about that. Right. Yeah. None of them are characters. We don't know Narcissa. Molly is not a character. Right. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly this, it just becomes about like an idea that we are just already supposed to be bought into and and like it ends up feeling very, very shallow, right? It's yeah. like it maybe feels impactful or affecting to you if you read it and you're just already on board with that specific theme, sure. which is like fine, like yeah. mother's love. It can be good, yeah. Like sure, whatever. Um, but none—they're not characters, right? And in yeah. this moment, when it's Narcissa, I'm like, oh, this could be really cool if she ever got to do anything in these books before this point. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, it should have been Lucius. Like, yeah. I, like, like I. But but it's not because it literally is is more more enamored with the like idea of a theme than the actual characters mm-hmm. like doing anything in the right like
0: doing the actual work to make the characters fit the theme right i mean Um, it's it's, it's not that far off from like how she treats historical references right yeah like for like you know this book halfway through we were talking about how there's all those like you know references to nazi germany and stuff and and like you know oh that yeah i guess that is effective in the sense that i know i've read about germany pre-war and it sounds pretty bad yeah but it's not like the the work was not done to get the world there and like again Narcissa like it's a cool moment um I think it's I think it's a a good turn in theory but that's this is news to me you know in terms of like her character like what she behaves like around Draco really
1: yeah, I, I just think it should have been Lucius. Like, I, I'm not like clamoring for Lucius to get this story because I don't mm-hmm. really care that much about him one way or the other. But at the end of the day, he really is the Death Eater guy that we know the most.
0: He's the, and, and and we we have seen him at his worst and best, right? Mm-hmm. Because like we, um, you know, he was like the primary or and not really the primary. He was like the secret antagonist of two right of like mm-hmm. you know he he kind of orchestrated the whole the whole chamber of secrets thing so we know he's like done some bad shit for Voldemort um but he's also the one who has had like the most to lose and the most second thoughts and we've like seen that detailed out over several books now um like it, 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 like if we you want your piccolo moment if you want if you want your like the bad guy becomes the good guy moment he's seems like the one who has the most setup for that um and, like, Narcissa is his wife, I guess. So I guess I guess. this is sort of a, like, unfortunate, like, well, they're married, so they're the same character kind of thing, right? Yeah,
1: like, I guess so.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Lucius
1: has honestly done a lot in these books mm-hmm. compared to most of the characters, right? Most of I the mean, characters like, that, I mean, he's done more than Molly Weasley has.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he basically until Bellatrix became a big character, he was the heavy. yeah uh he was the lieutenant for sure um
1: it was his mission at the department of mysteries and mm-hmm. like i don't even think it's like a real like true redemption but but there no. he at least has a story right it's yeah. like mostly off screen but you you can see you can see it right he he made this deal with the devil to preserve his like lifestyle and to retain power uh and yeah. he got treated like shit right and he's like yeah. this actually sucks ass
0: yeah, it's a selfish motivation, but it's a motivation. Like But no, that's, it's that's, Narcissa
1: for some reason.
0: It's it's Narcissa. Um also I like this moment is great uh uh to a degree, I guess, and that like I was like, "Oh, cool, the Malfoys are 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 a thing." Um but it is very funny and this whole the whole first half of this chapter suffers from this. But like Harry having to play dead this entire time <laughs> <laughs> makes this so funny because he he is a master at deducing uh everyone's motivations and everything going on around him while he is also pretending to be dead and scared for his life.
1: Yeah, I think that him explaining why Narcissa did what she did is like maybe some of the worst stuff in this chapter, because I <laughs> did so at the moment, right? Because if you didn't explain it, I would never ask. But as soon as Harry tries to, like, bend over backwards to explain why she did what she did, it makes no <laughs> right. sense.
0: Yeah. It, 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 so, Harry, like, you know, says yes, he's alive. And she he feels her, like... Re- there, also, there's a line where it says, like, her her cold nails, like, dug into his chest as as they... As she, she released her hand. Like is she wearing like razor nails or something like that was that was weird Um, yeah
1: why why'd she do that (laughs)
0: um but uh like when when she says yes he's dead and like um uh uh, lies to Voldemort that's really all you need and you can accept that like she's gambling on something yeah you don't need to know what it is but she is she is taking a moment to like half repay harry potter for something and then also like half kind of selfishly you don't need to know you you, you just it like whatever the character is making a gamble and doing something surprising harry like sits there like L in Death Note and like reduces the entire, like three steps ahead what her plan is.
1: Yeah, which is, by the way, still feigning death on the ground, he understood Narcissa knew that the only way she would be permitted to enter Hogwarts and find her son was as part of the conquering army. This seems not true to me. This seems like <laughs> yeah. the opposite. because right. Because Harry wants to not be found out. So, if he was found out, wouldn't they still enter Hogwarts, like, as the actual conquering army? <laughs> right!
0: That, Harry being alive or dead seems to be of absolutely no consequence to that particular thing. If anything, like, if if you, if you don't have that explanation... Yeah. It's like, oh, Narcissa is repaying Harry for giving her that information, right? Sure. Like, she's not, she is not completely evil and twisted, and she's like you know she's not like helping him and that she's like hiding him or anything but she'll she'll lie and like give him a chance that's all you yeah need.
1: yep got it harry
0: harry explaining that like oh she's going to she's going to walk with voldemort to the castle because they're definitely going to take me all the way up there this is before voldemort even says anything about taking him he's just assuming that like they're going to carry him all the way there, which is very funny. Especially because immediately after that when Voldemort starts crucioing him, he also somehow knew ten steps ahead, like, ah yes, I knew they I knew they wouldn't leave my body unsullied. <laughs> So it's like, "Damn, Harry, you sure know a lot about conquering armies."
1: It's like, some weirdo energy going on here. <laughs> this 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 chapter is so all over the place with its tone. I mean, these books are anyway, but it is so yeah. funny seeing Voldemort doing some like truly like Sicko Game of Thrones shit, right? Like this is yeah. some some heavy shit that he's doing and then like the house elf army like like hitting people with rolling <laughs> pins, right? <laughs>
0: Well, the, the best part, though, about th- this, like, Game of Thrones sicko shit that he does is that it it, it is so typical J.K. Rowling, and that it, like, it it presents that idea to you, <laughs> like, oh, fuck, Voldemort's mutilating the body, that's so crazy and nasty.
1: Yeah, but he's um, not.
0: But he's not because it doesn't work.
1: It's it's a, it, it's a torture spell that is the worst torture you can possibly do, but doesn't do any damage to something. Right? Like no, he's not no. like cutting Harry's arm off or no, something. No, but did
0: you did you catch it's The spell doesn't work.
1: Oh right, because it's like the he lied for, so he so Voldemort can't harm anyone anymore yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because yeah,
0: because yeah. the because the, the Elder Wand is not his, so like it, it's not even. It is like
1: so he's just doing his best rag doll impression
0: right yeah he's just he's just doing his best Gary's mod impre- impression and like wiggling around to like oh, oh <laughs> that hurts so much Ooh, um but like so it's not even um it's not even a, a a sicko a sicko song of ice and fire moment it's just like oh i guess voldemort continues to not get anything over on harry
1: yeah <laughs> yep
0: yeah well <laughs> good thing harry knows all about like fear tactics and like conquering armies and stuff he knows all he harry read the art of war at some point
1: Uh-oh. oh yeah ron gave it to him
0: <laughs> harry was like damn this is crazy mm-hmm. um and then speaking of like tone tone whiplash too i love the idea that like Voldemort is so sick that he he's going to like (laughs) mutilate this body in front of everyone or like tries to and then he says oh I know what would be delicious I know it'd
1: be messed up
0: I know what would be just (laughs) awful is if what if Hagrid carried the body (laughs) that'll make everyone go nuts
1: like what is his explanation is ridiculous he says He will be nice and visible in your arms, will he not? (laughs) What what does does that mean?
0: Normal human novel writing.
1: What does that mean? Is it because Hagrid's really big? (laughs) Yep.
0: He'll be nice and visible in your arms and everyone is just going to go bananas is is harry
1: wearing some contrasting colors to what hagrid is wearing i just don't (laughs) don't know i don't know what the implication of that line is
0: it's and that is similar to harry just knowing everything about uh uh, what everyone is doing this is like um voldemort explaining to the audience why hagrid is like in this contrived scene in the first place (laughs) Because like it was already ludicrous, we were already laughing about it a couple chapters ago when we like got to the scene where Harry came to the clearing. He's like, "Ah, oh, like, Hagrid's
1: here, all trussed up." <laughs> Hagrid a tree. is
0: trussed up on this tree. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Wow, that's crazy." Uh, but the only reason he's not dead, I guess, is because Voldemort is like, "We have to do. We have to have the most drama ever."
1: he, he uh, even is like. And the glasses put on the glasses. He must be yes!
0: recognizable. We what? better put his glasses on.
1: <laughs> if they see him without his glasses, they'd be like, who is this?
0: Who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, just explaining to the audience every last question they might have about this situation. I, if he had just said, Hagrid will carry the body, I I get it, right?
1: Like, I got, yep i i, got I totally it. understand yep. i
0: totally understand that is that is a fucked up villain thing to do but for him to just explain exactly why like what if what if you were watching empire strikes back and there was a bit where like palpatine and vader in that moment where they like have the hologram phone call right <laughs> yeah palpatine is like what what is your plan and darth vader goes <laughs> I think what I'll do is I will go to Bespin, and then I will make Lando say there's going to be a dinner party, because Lando trusts- I, I let Han trust Lando, and then when they open the door to the dinner party, it will actually be me and Boba Fett, and they will be so mad that their friend betrayed them. Like, you- t- Kind of, like, sucks the joy of the moment away if the character just explains every little piece of subtext <laughs> for you. Yeah, I mean,
1: just think of how, like, I mean, I'm, it's still pretty funny, but if Voldemort had just been like, Haggard will carry the body, and if Voldemort had, instead of saying, put his glasses on him, if he had done that, right? If he had, like, yeah. picked them up and put them on his face, right? If
0: Voldemort had mockingly put the glasses on, that would have been fine.
1: It's still goofy, but... I don't know him just saying it is is very funny it
0: is it is the uh, yeah voldemort is i mean like i guess in some ways i i like this voldemort more than the when we get at the end of the chapter i
1: love, I love sicko voldemort he's so sicko
0: funny. sicko theatricality master voldemort is the best voldemort for sure
1: yeah
0: um but yeah just just him saying like oh i know i know what would <laughs> just make everyone nuts <laughs> is uh is is too funny. This is um,
1: really going to hit him where it hurts.
0: Especially because not only do we we see him explain all that, but then we get like like there's no like, if if I was an editor and and J.K. Rowling was like no, I will not change the part where Voldemort explains exactly why Hagrid is carrying the body. I would at least say like, okay, then cut the fucking walk back to the castle.
1: Oh, but you have to get that dig in on the centaurs. You
0: have to get the part where Hagrid stops and yells at the centaurs It stops to, call a, them to yell at the
1: centaurs and be like, hey, this is your fault, by the way.
0: Which works, too, apparently.
1: It does. They're like, oh, was it? Oh, is that fuck. our fault also I it's like bane and i'm just like oh good thing good glad we got a conclusion for bane the centaur and we don't get fucking hermione or ron getting a story in this book
0: <laughs> yeah he has to stop in the middle of the forest and yell like ah you fucking pussy centaurs this is your fault and like <laughs> I, I guess i guess the centaurs are like mm, sorry i guess we were i guess we were lame Won't i guess we'll fight. join the battle <sighs> um but yeah, we get this we get this long procession where Harry is pretending to be dead and lolling his tongue. You I am taking a firm stance, uh uh for like for as a as a reader of fiction. Mm. You can say lolling once when you're describing a body, uh, and you can say ragdoll once. Yeah. Um and I think we get both of those at least three times in this chapter.
1: Yeah, it it also just is a an extraneous detail that makes it feel silly instead of like communicating the gravity of what's happening right because if Voldemort is like oh he's dead and if Harry was just like I don't know I don't think that again it's like the defensiveness I don't think I would have been like worried about Harry not acting dead enough I'm like (laughs) I'm already on board I already understand that Voldemort thinks he's dead and he's not dead I like the continuous details bring bought up raise more questions in my head about how effective it is to pretend to be dead than i ever would
0: have before we've had voldemort is arrogant sledgehammered into our faces over and over again like him him just assuming that harry is dead is not a stretch like that's fine yeah
1: and honestly the details make me more more skeptical that Mm -hmm. hagrid could be carrying a live harry and not notice
0: well, I, there, there is one, there's one thing here that I think is very funny and it's, it's, it's an odd inclusion in this chapter because every single other character motivation is sussed out, um, so, uh, uh, meticulously here, but the bit where Harry is like, um, I, I need to, I need to not let Hagrid know that I'm alive is very funny because I, I I think it is purely an accident. I think it's purely for drama's sake because, like I said, every other character motivation has way too fine a point on it put here. But, like, the idea that, like, if I say anything to Hagrid or, like, like uh, uh, you know, tug on Hagrid's sleeve or whatever to let him know I'm alive, he will immediately just say, oh, Harry, you're alive. Oh, yeah, he's
1: he's a stupid idiot. He would tell them all immediately. He would
0: tell them all immediately. Like, like, and I'm like, okay,
1: that's... And he'd be like, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> shouldn't have... Fuck. <Fine. laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like, that is... Like, if, if that's intentional, that's funny. And it's also the like weird that it's there because none of the other characters got anything with that much like trust for the audience you know yeah um i don't so think now
1: is the time for funny in our sicko game that's of thrones true. sequence that is so, true. so it makes me think that it isn't intentional
0: yeah yeah um yeah because we've got way more sicko shit coming up um because once they get to the castle uh every everyone and Voldemort was right first of all everyone is so upset
1: oh they hate that they hate
0: this oh he's everyone got hated good. that yeah everyone disliked that yeah (laughs) yeah they uh they they really stick it to the the folks at hogwarts with this plan Uh, ron
1: and hermione scream we don't get to see them though they are upset and harry's like i wish i could tell them i was alive
0: (laughs) i wish my friends were characters (laughs) um and and Voldemort gives this big dramatic speech he says again more drama he says like put Harry at my feet where he belongs uh and and then Neville steps forward um and this this was the first moment I remembered Mm -hmm. I think like oh I, I remember that Neville gets to do something badass here yeah but I was not ready for uh Voldemort to give him like wizard world necklacing yeah uh, that. what the what's the Some fucking deal with that extreme
1: violence huh this is
0: fun this is more game of thrones sicko shit
1: oh this is like the most game of thrones sicko shit i think in the whole series like damn he's fine yeah. though
0: <laughs> that's the part that's again similar to harry just like not actually getting hit with the torture spell here <laughs> neville is fine neville gets a but nonetheless, Voldemort is setting Neville's head on fire. So,
1: is the implication that Harry, like, died for everyone's sins or whatever, so now no one can be harmed? Like, is that what's happening here, too? Because Neville was just like, it's actually fine. I'm fine. Uh,
0: so, yeah, I'm interested in that because we got some comments last week about us, like, joking about that. Where people were like, I'm pretty sure that is what happens.
1: Yeah, I see, I can't tell how figurative or literal that is because i know harry says that and he says it in sort of a literal way but i'm like kind of like really yeah is that what's happening here
0: yeah i'm 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 unclear it's difficult to gauge right because like again harry does say it but he says it kind of vaguely like and, and 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 also because like in the in the aftermath of this moment um harry like is putting shield charms up from behind the invisibility cloak stuff and so like he's he is doing like the jesus uh when there were no footprints i carried you thing right yeah
1: but you i mean like i get it because it's like i he's using the literal shield spell but wouldn't it be more effective if you really did want it to be literal to have someone like get hit by a killing curse and have it not work
0: and so that's why when harry says to voldemort later where he's like you know that same protection you know is 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 helping everyone here i think what he means is that like through him right people yeah have. i mean because okay. he's
1: using the cloak in the powerful way that he uh kind of talked it like when Dumbledore is like the real power of the cloak is protecting people whatever. right are like yeah. hi i don't i don't know yeah. it's so it's so silly i'm not i'm not really sure how literal it's supposed to be and then i'm like is that forever because that's the thing is like when jesus is carrying you and that's why there's only one set of footprints I, he's not like literally there casting a bubble shield on you right he's not literally holding <laughs> right. you right
0: yeah um and and also like i i think that it's difficult to gauge whether there would be something that figurative in like figuratively like written in this chapter in a chapter that is full of the most on-the-nose literal i mean like everything we discussed in like the voldemort hagrid scene right it's just like everyone is stating the motives and themes out loud yeah um and so i don't know i don't know if if this was the case you know we surely we would get a scene of exactly what you're talking about like someone getting shot in the head with a a killing curse and it just not doing anything right um so i don't know I, i i i took that as like it the protection works on me and i'm helping them right rather than but it, but it, but it is it also? It is super unclear because Neville's head is on fire.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: That is, if there was one place I would, if I had to get set on fire somewhere,
1: head, yeah, not a, head, not your first choice,
0: not the first choice. Uh, head being on fire is bad. Um, <laughs> and there's a moment here too where it's describing what happens in this moment. So his his head, uh, is on fire. The centaurs show up. They've decided to prove to Hagrid that they are not pussies. <laughs> um, uh, I think this is, is this also where the Hogsmeade people show up.
1: Uh yeah, I think so.
0: Um, so so everyone's everyone is is like the second the wave of reinforcements is here. Um, and there's a in this in this scene it says like there's even like an an, an admittance in the scene that this is incredibly stupid where it's like. A bunch of things happened at once. Uh, the centaur started shooting. Neville, uh, the curse uh, uh, lifted off of Neville. Uh, a sword fell out of the hat, and he cut off Nagini's head. Like it's really kind of anticlimactic. Like it just lists. Like here's here's a bunch of shit that happened. I don't know. Um, yeah. The logistics are 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 incredible. His head is on fire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he
0: is he is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. He he suddenly shakes off that status effect
1: yeah it's fine
0: um and and then gets uh, luckily i guess the sword shot out of the hat handle down
1: good um i guess that's what happened to harry too yeah didn't harry got like bonked on the head by it and i think he might
0: have so neville (laughs) neville gets bonked on the head by this sword um (laughs) and and pulls it out and in one swift motion uh kills the snake very cool um the the bit here where this is the payoff for like is the sword uh for goblins or wizards very grim to me. Yeah. Like that's what this whole book was about, was like, uh there's a whole fucking three-chapter drama about like, oh, is it the is it the goblins or is it the wizards? Like, it's very complicated. A land of contrasts, but here it is. Uh it's not even like grip hook giving the sword to them for the greater good. It's just like, no, nope, the sword does belong to wizards. Whoever is the bravest wizard. Yep. That's great. Thank you, Joe. Thanks. Good stuff. Um, um, but then the battle continues just, it's, it's just such a small moment. I thought that him killing the snake would be a, like a huge deal.
1: No, it just all happened at once. And and again, like I, I'm sort of like resentful of the Neville story.
0: Yeah. And I, li- and
1: I like Neville, Liked Neville, but I I've never been like a, a huge Neville fan, and I was sure. I was pleasantly surprised in in like rereading how many like little moments he did get, like when he brought um Harry the the I must have grindy Low. What's the what's <laughs> Gillyweed. the Killyweed, thank you. And all of those like l- like little things, um he felt like a pretty realized character. I liked when he was on the train with Luna, although there were some weird details in that scene that I was not a huge fan of. Um but this like last minute heel turn of him being like good now cuz he's cool is so lame. Yeah. It it just like makes me sad, but it also is just like I'm sort of mad that Neville gets the big moment if he's just going to be this non-character, like if he's going to be transformed into this other character that I don't know. And I'm like, like, it could have been Ron, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I, like, I really think that, that like, I know we're sort of doing mirror we're doing ring theory with like the first book. And I get that like (laughs) Neville was the one that like stood up to them or whatever, but this isn't really a mirror of Neville's story. This is a mirror of Ron's story from the first book where he is just, he will be the one to step up and, and, and he, he should wield the sword of Gryffindor like I'm yeah. not a huge fan of it but again Hermione and Ron get nothing to do and instead it's just like Neville's cool now and chopped off you know a snake's head with a sword i, I want to see yeah. ron do the the chess thing again but right be like willing to sacrifice himself and and be willing to cut off the head of a snake like that seems more appropriate to me
0: well it's, it feels especially weird because like you like you said like this, this is clearly meant to be kind of a parallel to Neville's like first book story
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but the thing that was interesting about neville is that he was different and he wasn't like a hero character in the same way that the others were and what made him special was exactly what dumbledore said was what made him special in the bit at the end where he just said what the morals of the book were And
1: it's right. like
0: it takes more courage to stand up to your friend uh, your friends than it does to your enemies and voldemort's not neville's friend
1: no uh
0: so this isn't really a thematic parallel at all all it no. is is a it's, it's, it's a physical one. It's like, yeah, I guess Neville got body binded twice. Um, but that's it. it's not it's not a a, a, a rhyming story thing in, in the slightest.
1: Right. Um, it, it is rhyming in the literal mechanics of it, in that he got body binded. But like for Ron, he wanted to be a hero. That's what yeah. he wanted from the very first book. So I wanna see him walk out and and summon the sword of Gryffindor and cut the snake's head off.
0: Especially because even when Ron came back in this book, um, with from because of the horny orb, he, <laughs> he like came back and was talking about how ashamed he felt and how he doesn't feel brave and and like like ron got the baby version of this moment killing the horcrux yeah but that that's not the end of his arc or shouldn't be that and sucked
1: ass i hated it
0: yeah bad and for him to do it in this moment with real stakes and not just like a, a horny hologram telling him that his dick's tiny or whatever right like like that's this is the moment for ron yeah like like you say it's it's the chess moment but in real life right like he was prepared to die and it would be cool if he was ready to do that again and prove that he is brave because that yeah but that bravery was his whole worry in this book mm-hmm. was that he felt sheepish and ashamed for like walking out on everyone
1: yeah, and I sort of like the visual element too, like the, the you know he's the chess guy and the king with the sword, the sword yeah, bottle, like all of, all of that stuff, and also he's a pureblood, like this literally the same stuff that where Voldemort's like you're a, you're a pureblood, like yeah. you should be on my side, like that's for that's for Ron,
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's super weird, Ron Ron fits into this moment much more neat. Not only that, just 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 setting all that like thematic stuff aside, which is important for sure, but like just purely zooming out even further on, like, can the main characters do something, please? You yeah, know? I mean,
1: that's where I started, right? Like <laughs> yeah, can Ron what... get anything to do? we've We've been with him for seven books now.
0: <laughs> I would like it if the main characters of Harry Potter got to do something at the end of Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, controversial opinion, perhaps, but maybe that would be nice. Um I would you want should we talk about take another sidebar? Talk about Nagini. Yeah. What's the deal with Nagini?
1: Nagini is just a snake.
0: Nagini is just a snake. Also, have- I'm
1: still I need to give up on this, but I'm I'm like, so annoyed at Voldemort being so uncaring about his horcruxes. It drives me he crazy. Sucks. He doesn't he's give a shit.
0: so bad at being a lich.
1: Put your damn snake in a bubble shield. How hard is it? It was clearly effortless so I don't know why he's just like waltzing up with his like fucking phylactery and he's like oh oh, it's God. fine now. It's no and big he deal. Knows,
0: he knows that all the other ones have been destroyed.
1: Yeah he doesn't care. <sighs> I guess he doesn't know that the cup was destroyed, but I think, like, again, at this point where he, like, his horcruxes had been hunted, this whole, like, he might be a little paranoid about it.
0: Right, this is like, like, when, when you learn about, like, generating a password for a website, right, <laughs> and you, like, get, you know, if, if a password you make ever gets compromised... The, the the advice is just change all your passwords yeah you know that's the yeah. that's the smart thing to do doesn't matter if only one of them leaked or you can't remember if all of them are the same just just do it just redo oh, all your sure. password it takes 15 minutes it's kind of a pain in the ass but it's worth it it's better than getting spam phone calls or getting your identity stolen Voldemort is a lich, and he should probably change the password on his phylacteries, or go check on them, or move them, or maybe put a bubble shield around the one that he uh, knows is still working, right? Like, it's so... it's so frustrating.
1: Yeah, because, like, all of a sudden his last one is very mortal, and he just doesn't care. And I get it, it needs to die. uh for the story to end and i and i also sort of understand the ego angle for him where he thinks that he's won but i just don't think that like the ego feels like a sidebar of what his character is and i think that the thematic that is way more explored throughout this book is the idea of being a coward right and, and the sort of implication that voldemort's fear of death makes him a coward yeah like it's like a little goofy but like i get that thematic element so in Mm -hmm. this moment where he is vulnerable i want to see him be a coward more than i want to see him be an (laughs) egomaniac
0: right yeah especially when it's being contrasted with like neville or it should be ron's but like bravery right Mm -hmm. like here is here is true bravery versus you know cowardly wizard man yeah Uh, feels easy this this shit easy.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know how they would pop the bubble shield, but certainly someone could figure it out, wh- right? What if
0: the sword just pops the bubble shield? Oh it's yeah, that good it's like a, a ma- it's
1: like a magic bravery. It's sword. a goblin
0: sword that breaks spells.
1: I mean, we were introduced to the idea that like you have to like you have to do something brave to like earn its earn using it or wielding mm-hmm. it or whatever. So like. I don't know, it could probably have another power. Every single thing that we know about has another power, and probably popping a bubble shield should be good enough.
0: There was that bit where they kept saying that the sword was pregnant with magic power or whatever. <laughs> it was really gross. So Yeah. Like, yeah it could have sucked it... up
1: the bubble like a like the fucking like Lich King sword or
0: whatever. Ooh, that'd be cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, it's 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 wasted. Wasted opportunities uh, in this chapter i mean like to be fair i don't know how good any of these changes like would have would have made the book right because like at the ultimate the, you know at the end of the day we are still left with the, the harry potter ending with a fucking lord of the rings battle right <laughs> yeah but still i would have i would appreciate like at least some sort of nod to the themes and characters and facts um
1: oh yeah Again, like I, I think that I'm coming at it from an angle where I am in, so in shock that Molly Weasley is the one that gets the second yeah. biggest moment in the yeah, climax yeah. of let's... all of Harry Potter. I, it, it is just like, I am, I'm boggled by this. My yeah. Mind... Let's talk
0: about the Bellatrix stuff. Yeah. Molly stuff. What's yeah. the fucking deal?
1: I don't know. We, like we get this like huge list of like duels that are happening. And it's so boring because it's all oh, like McNair yeah, no, and Dalahoff. We... And... Yeah, it's
0: it's uh what, what it, it's it's so funny because it's just it's just a real laundry list. Yeah, Harry saw Yaxley slammed to the floor by George and Lee. Jordan saw Dalahoff fall with a scream at Flitwick's hands. Saw Walden McNair thrown across the room by Hagrid, hit the stone wall opposite, and slide unconscious to the ground. <laughs> he saw Ron and Neville bringing down Fenrir Greyback. Ron Abifor- and Neville. Yeah, Ron and Neville. Defeated the big werewolf, I guess, but not in like a scene, just like he saw it happen.
1: Just in a list. Yeah.
0: Uh, Aberforth, stunning Rookwood, Arthur and Percy. The duel of the century.
1: I've really been wondering about the Aberforth-Rookwood face-off for a long time.
0: Arthur and Percy flooring Thickness, and Lucius and Narcissa Malfoy running through the crowd, not even attempting to fight, screaming for their son. Like, that detail, I guess, is kind of cute. Yeah,
1: but the rest is just a list of side characters that we don't know or care about, other than, like, Ron and Hermione that are just, like, also fighting,
0: I guess. Why
1: is it Molly?
0: Why is it Molly?
1: Molly doesn't need to have, like, an arc. I mean, she doesn't. But (laughs) it is, like, purely symbolic. It's purely, like, moms are good. And I keep saying that, and I'm not trying to say, like, you shouldn't tell a story about how moms are good. This isn't that either. I don't think that Molly being good at fighting is the best way to show that she's, like, good at being a mom, right? Like, this is, like... It's the lamest way.
0: <laughs> it's 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 just boring. Like it, the the lion, it's its cloth comes out when her cubs are in danger. Thing, right? Like it's 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 just kind of I don't condescending. I guess like it, 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 I, I mean,
1: it's, sort of like is this really how it works? Like, is it really like you're better at magic the more mad you are? I, <laughs> because I because I think It is Galatrix, Dragon Ball. It is because Dragon Galatrix Ball. Z. is probably pretty good at fighting. That's like her like whole fucking thing, right?
0: Yeah, she defeated Fenrir Greyback uh, and made him go into, like, the down state. And his yeah. teammates needed to come and res him. Right? Yeah, but like, Fenrir
1: Greyback can be defeated by Neville and Ron for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Bellatrix is, like, the second in command. Um, she's, like, she's got the whip, uh, the whip Oh, wand. yeah. Um, if it weren't for the... Fe- she was the only the one who survived... Feminine. um she's the only one who survived the uh the team fight with dobby oh yeah um who just absolutely (laughs) roasted the rest of her squad yeah um uh in fact like it's so funny that, that bellatrix has that under her belt because that's more than voldemort has yeah. Like, like this should be the main event, honestly. Like she,
1: did get, she did get the shutdown on Dobby. She got the shutdown on Dobby!
0: <laughs> she she succeeded in a fight against a character we like, so she is mm-hmm. the only one with like any like villain clout at this point. Yeah. Mo- way more than Voldemort, who has lost every single fight. She uh, killed
1: Sirius, and the person that takes her down is Molly Weasley. Yeah. Why? Well, it, and it... But,
0: like I get, I, I I get that the intent is to like prop Molly Weasley up, right? But I just feel like it has the opposite effect. It's, it, it, I, we've talked a lot about how all of the characters in this ser- series like become mom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like that is the the one path for for every woman in this series. Yeah, and this feels like the answer to that, but it's the shittiest possible answer, where it's like well everyone becomes mom but don't fuck with their daughters right because then they'll then the beast comes out and it doesn't it doesn't make molly feel like a well like a rounded or like a complex character who has two sides it mostly makes molly seem like those people who like comment on local news stories about arrests uh on facebook who are like if this had been in my neighborhood, he wouldn't have even lived to get arrested, right? Like right, it's, yeah. It just doesn't really make her seem that cool. It, Like, I don't know, it, it's...
1: It's not working for me.
0: A moment for Hermione, perhaps, who was tortured by Bellatrix in this book.
1: I think that is a popular fan thing, although they take it with the positive spin of being like, wouldn't it be cool if it were Hermione instead? But yeah, this is Hermione's moment for sure.
0: Yeah. Hermione's like
1: like good at magic. She has like, that is established, right? I don't know if she's like a good duelist. Right.
0: But I think that her version of like good at magic is, um, it's more plausible that that could manifest in her like being able to defeat someone like bellatrix i think mm-hmm. because it's like she's someone who's read all the theory and like maybe this is her first time doing it in practice but it's such an extreme you know it's such an extreme situation that it turns out that like oh actually she does have this down right? she knows
1: all the counter spells
0: right yeah like that would be kind of fucking cool it would be a payoff both for her like you know getting getting kind of like narrative revenge on bellatrix uh, and getting us getting closure on that story but also I think that it would be a way to like kind of evolve. Cause, cause the thing that has been w- was the most fun about Hermione's character is that she was incredibly book smart and the way that that often manifested in practical magic was very strange and often in ways you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Like she conjured, she set Snape's foot on fire uh, <laughs> she she wanted to do the polyjuice potion thing she made the like the coins um that the da used right like she is very good at applying everything she's learned in creative ways i could easily see a really cool situation where she just like fucking owns bellatrix in a really unorthodox dueling style right like yeah
1: because bellatrix is also just like pure power right like that's sort of her thing is that she's like she knows all the dark magic and she's like crazy so she'll Mm -hmm. like you know beat you down or whatever but hermione could like do some do some weird stuff she's sort of resourceful in some weird ways
0: but i will say that it's just this feels like hermione's moment being robbed from her by the author um and, and given to Molly again i i like molly a lot i think this makes i think this is bad for molly's character
1: yeah i think so too i also just don't think she needed this moment it no. isn't like satisfying I, it doesn't like make me think differently about her or tell me anything about her character it wasn't a story that needed to be like told or concluded yeah, it feels really flippant and honestly yes. like sort of like kind of scaling down the gravity of what has happened to her here mm-hmm. like uh, like giving her the like epic line is really weird after her son was killed
0: yeah the yeah. tone
1: is just not
0: there. like ron says it really gives you a sense of the gravity of the <laughs> situation scale of the tragedy right it's like kind of doesn't honestly like she just becomes a joke character for this moment mm-hmm. and and i just also like i can't shake given that her characters and like I, I like this about her characterization but there is like no denying that it comes from a kind of shitty place in like british comedy right mm. is that she is the nagging wife yeah, to the harried husband. Uh huh. And like, this is the ultimate nag power, right? Yeah, is to just go off on another on another lady that you don't like.
1: Why is this the lady fight? Why is there why is there a boys' fight and a girls' fight?
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the you would think that by the time it became like a fucking Lord of the Rings battle, it would be coed at that point. Like,
1: yeah, but but like, it's boys and girls fighting because there's like this like there's two paragraphs and it's like here's who all the boys are fighting and then there's this other paragraph where it's like here's are all the girls fighting like even before molly gets involved mm-hmm. because it's ron neville you know fenrir all this stuff and then the next paragraph it's like bellatrix fighting luna Ginny, and hermione
0: yeah yeah
1: why that's so fucking weird.
0: It's it's I mean, if if anyone is surprised that uh, JK Rowling's somewhat conservative uh, views on gender, I mean, <laughs> writing a writing a fantasy novel with a battle where the fighting is gendered is really uh, kind of something else. Like, don't really need to look any further than that for for evidence of like where some of her beliefs might, uh, uh, you know, come from.
1: Yeah, it's very funny that everyone in the like entrance hall is also just like watching, like very literally standing around watching. Yeah, this happen.
0: They're doing the like Batman Arkham enemy thing where they're just like waiting for the guy that's fighting to like get knocked out before <laughs> running in. Like, it, yeah, it, 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 it's. I mean, I mean, it really speaks to the way that like this universe is not a good one to write a like. A medieval battle into Mm -hmm. like when you have two armies with swords they run together and they clash right and they have sword fights
1: yeah and when you're watching it on tv like oftentimes the tv the the cinematography will focus on two groups of people fighting but that doesn't mean that everyone is else in the battle is like literally standing around watching
0: but because these are like laser guns like like she has written she has written a a like medieval armies battle where like two armies clash in a castle but they all have guns yeah but, like they all so and so like everyone like there's no there's no like lines of, of combat here that you would like expect to see in, in in something where they were like oh here's a phalanx of spearmen or whatever it's like no everyone has a like magic gun mm-hmm. um and so i guess it just devolves into like everyone doing like uh, uh, Western duels with each other and like circling each other. And I guess when someone with a name gets to do it, you just all stop and why? Wa- like, what is stopping aside from like it being bad for the narrative and proving why this was a stupid idea to like, write <laughs> as a story? Why? Isn't anyone just, like, taking a pot shot at Bellatrix while she's fighting Molly? And,
1: and Even and Harry me? thinks about it. He, like, has this RPG decision moment where he's watching <laughs> these two fights happen, and he's like, who should I intervene with? Yeah. Like, it,
0: it, it's so bizarre. There's zero reason why. Because they have guns. If you're in a gunfight, there's no reason why you go, like, oh, I'm not going to. They're busy with that <laughs> guy. I'm not going to shoot him. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it 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 just it just like is self evident that this was such a con like a a strain on her ability to write a battle sequence. It's like it's because it's if it was truly magical if these characters were were being creative in the way that we've like wished that they had been in like the McGonagall Snape duel and stuff. This could be really fun and interesting and like I don't know like exciting.
1: I think the Department of Mysteries was a better version of this. Oh, yeah. It it has, like, goofy stuff in it for sure, but, like, uh, it was very, like, small-scale spells. It sort of begs the question, like, why aren't they just trying to kill each other? But, (laughs) like, the creativity was there at some points.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it it was even more fun when, like, Voldemort and Dumbledore summoned mechs, like, out of the statues or whatever. Like, okay, that's weird, but kind of fun. Um, but this is just yeah. This is this is everyone is having a gunfight, and it's just not very exciting.
1: How do you feel about Voldemort being able to duel evenly Kingsley McGonagall and the yeah, Slughorn,
0: <sighs> and and then losing to a seventeen year old? I thought, he, I thought yeah. he was.
1: I thought he was like way strong.
0: Yeah, because remember
1: remember when um they try to arrest Dumbledore?
0: Oh yeah yeah, and yeah. Dumbledore
1: is just like. No. Bye. Yeah. No, I could i would just kill all of you, but I won't because I'm a good guy. Right. I'm just gonna teleport. I thought Voldemort was like sort of on that level.
0: Yeah, it's very
1: Like even without being the true owner of the Elder One yeah. or whatever. I thought he was like really very scary.
0: Yeah. I I I mean it just really goes to show, especially funny given how much of this chapter relies on like explaining wand lore to you as if it's something we know about um but like i it just shows how vague and boring magic is for combat in this series Mm -hmm. because all it says in a lot of these like apart from like kill shots where we get like a description where it's like oh a flash of green light yeah, we don't know what spells people are doing. It just says like, their spells were flying,
1: lasers. It's yes, lasers. It's
0: lasers. Spells were flying, uh, and they were dueling. It doesn't tell us anything about what they're actually doing. It just says, like, yeah, they're fighting. I guess, um, and that is just so immediately exhausting. I can't. I honestly can't tell you what I think of like Voldemort fighting them off because I'm like, yeah, I don't know what is he doing. Is he just like firing Avada Kedavra's around a lot? And are they just him?
1: like dodging really good?
0: <laughs> right? Are they just like Dark Souls rolling around him? And he <laughs> just, like, I, 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 he, there's zero creativity to the magic, and 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 just saying, "Oh, they were dueling," conjures very little imagery in my head, other than, uh, like you say, shooting lasers, right? So I. I have no sense of how dangerous any character is and how dangerous any spells are. Because we know what the one good killing spell is. It's Avada Kadavra. So I yeah. imagine that they would just be shooting that at each other all the time.
1: That uh, seems to be the way to win. It's like shooting like power or death back and forth, right? And, <laughs> and like whichever
0: one lands first
1: wins, yeah. which is like kind of what guns are.
0: Yeah. At that point, it's just a gun.
1: At that point, it's guns.
0: Um, And it would be cooler if they were guns that's the other part is it's a, a gun True, you can is kind of co- a gunfight in hogwarts <laughs> a gun is cooler than a stick in my opinion per- if you're trying to tell an exciting action story
1: <laughs> i just i don't know i just felt voldemort was like i thought he it was like nobody could like even try like i don't think yeah. they could send the wizard swat team to go arrest voldemort right? yeah
0: because if because if he's having if he is like evenly matched against like these four What if they just sent five?
1: Right. Like someone, and that's the thing is everyone's watching, right? So it's like, (laughs) maybe some more people should join. But I don't know. He like, he's acting very much like a World of Warcraft boss because as soon as like Bellatrix dies, he he like explodes. (laughs) It's like when you kill an ad (laughs) and it like, triggers like the enraged timer or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Voldemort runs back to the center and starts slash yelling. It's like oh, it's like,
1: phase 2. He hey, does yeah. a big he does a big knockback explosion. Okay, Harry uh, needs
0: to get to the center.
1: Yeah.
0: Tank needs to yeah, tank needs to soak this one. Yeah. Um yeah, it it, it I, I I I don't like it, but it's just like I have so little concept of what magic is in in combat here. I just I I don't know what how to how to even begin reading that that part. I
1: just of it, want right? him to seem more threatening. I know the Hogwarts yeah. teachers are supposed to be like powerful wizards and witches in their own right or whatever the fuck, yeah. right? But I I just think that the guy who like is untouchable, super powerful in like equally matched with dumbledore should not be having such a problem
0: it's so funny that this has to tie in with harry being like didn't you notice your spells aren't working
1: it's like damn it's
0: like (laughs) damn i went this whole time you're right you're right i was lagging i should i should have
1: won very easily
0: that is totally true i know i know we're pulling a lot of like movie and game references in 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 here on this one but i mean this is a big movie and game ending so i think Mm -hmm. it's fair oh yeah like like, it's very easy to establish that a villain is like not to be fucked with right Mm -hmm. like you have to have him win something and and he has not won anything in this series um and like you could you could have him lose every single fight and still have the final battle at least have him show him as somewhat threatening because like I'm thinking about like the beginning of the Lord of the Rings movies where Sauron shows up and he just like swings that mace around and 50 million guys go flying in the air and it's mm-hmm. it's fucking sick uh, and it, and it just said oh you yeah don't stand near that guy he will fl- he will fling you across the room um, can't Voldemort just do that there there are, <laughs> if if we are going to read this book where 50 people are going to die uh uh, uh spoiler alert the fall the fallen 50
1: ah, oh, the fallen 50
0: um are going to be noticed by harry at the end of this chapter but like can't we just have like some no-name mooks just get like i don't know obliterated by him like can he can voldemort not cut a swath through the battle very cool guy style and then harry is like no more I will Yeah, face you. like he could be
1: very relaxed about it. It's just like mow some people down. I don't it's just
0: <sighs> This is really bottom of the barrel basic stuff. <laughs> I think I think I think it is good for the villain to seem threatening. <laughs> like
1: honestly, that, like even then, it could have been a good chance for uh, whatever Harry's like magic power, where he's protecting everyone, to become literal, right? Like sure, people yeah. could come come back to life, and then it would be okay. But but at least we should see that Voldemort is like threatening at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's just so like, like Voldemort's just not a guy to be that I'm scared of. He's, 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 he's he's having a hard time against like Slughorn and, and Kingsley and McGonagall. Like those are, I like those characters, but I've never thought of them as like, damn, those are the fucking... Uh, duelist extraordinaires
1: yeah like I guess we They're can sort teachers. of assume we can sort of assume about Kingsley since oh, he's like tr- the yeah. leader of the cops or whatever yeah. King,
0: Kingsley is an or not a not a pro- pro- professor so yeah he, he is a little more believable but Slughorn's
1: like a potions master is he, like, throw, <laughs> is he like throwing vials that are exploding on Voldemort yeah, um, yeah. McGonagall's like a transfiguration professor
0: yeah very practical <laughs> magic for her not really maybe she's a...
1: turning into a cat to like dodge the laser beams Ooh, really
0: fast there you go that's kind of cool but yeah he Voldemort's not very scary um and just never never gets to be so let's get to the main event um Harry Harry throws off his cloak uh it was me all along um you were I was I was alive this whole time you never thought to check blah 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 and then they start pacing around each other, and Harry gives his Columbo speech.
1: They talk a lot. Voldemort it's, is very willing to talk,
0: but not really say much either.
1: Mm-mm. He really b- just is there to hear Harry's epic dunks.
0: Harry, Harry, first of all, calls him Riddle. Very mm-hmm. riddle. bad, badass move to call him his name. Um, but he builds to this conclusion. <laughs> that voldemort is a fool because of course i there's, there's there he he's he is explaining this like it is just this perfectly meticulously planned out like oceans 11 heist like, <laughs> yeah like, like here here is here is the beautiful plan that has finally kicked in for me and i win mm-hmm. voldemort is like yeah I killed you on purpose and and Harry is like oh yeah and I thought you were killing me on purpose but actually it was on accident and because I thought you were going to kill me for real and it just gets really bogged down (laughs) in the weeds at this moment of him explaining He's like no you did kill me but I believed you were going to kill me I didn't know all this before you killed me but now I do and that's why the plan's good
1: yeah which I already sort of got before
0: yeah Yeah, but Harry... Nonetheless, Harry has to explain all this to him. Um, Voldemort is like, Oh, it's an accident. These are all, all accidents. Uh because what was it survived by accident because Dumbledore was pulling the strings and Harry's like oh you think it was an accident well here is all the incredibly ludicrous stuff that (laughs) Dumbledore planned out including including I was losing my mind at like here's an entire rundown of the Snape thing yeah Uh, um I just don't like, did any of this land for you at all, Emotional. I feel bad for
1: Snape that um, Harry is just telling all this, like, cringe stuff about the Piss Patronas being a doe and how he was <laughs> in love his mom yeah. still. Everyone's watching. Like, I know I know that Snape gave, uh, gave the memories to Harry, but Harry is just, like, announcing it in front of everyone.
0: Yeah, Harry is just, yeah, Harry is, is replaying the cringe compilation for everyone. <laughs> Very upsetting for Snape, for sure
1: this is not what he wanted
0: but my main my main thing here is that the the story that is trying that we are that these characters are telling to us the audience is that this is bravery versus cowardice um and and Voldemort even brings up like oh how many more people are gonna die for you Harry um which is a thing Harry became concerned with exactly two chapters ago mm-hmm And even Harry in this moment is like, shut up. That doesn't matter. Shut Uh, up. That's
1: stupid. That's
0: stupid. That's not
1: what this book is about.
0: That's not what this book is about, which is very funny (laughs) because it is maybe literally the one, the one last possible gasp at themes that this book has. (laughs) Shut up about themes. Shut up. Stupid. Uh, And and instead, Harry is like, I don't shut up. I don't care about that anymore. Actually, uh, uh, this is about me becoming a cool man
1: actually it's a mechanical explanation
0: yeah actually this is about wand lore which is way <laughs> cooler than worrying than worrying and, and be feeling guilty um <laughs> for for a story that's supposed to be pitching harry as the brave one and voldemort as like the coward voldemort stands up to this duel oh like,
1: yeah he's he's doing it i don't know
0: i i like i and i know that this is a weird pivot To come off the back of me complaining that Voldemort wasn't, like, uh, uh, killing enough guys and scary before this. But, shouldn't he be, like, a sniveling little, like, like, just baby here?
1: Probably if you're gonna have Harry give a big speech and, like, Voldemort, like, presumably knowing that his horcruxes are destroyed. Like, honestly... (sighs) I, there's like a kernel of something with like Harry being like do you want to be remorseful? Cuz yeah. wouldn't in this moment Voldemort try to save his own
0: life? Right. I I, I could yes, I there there is there, like to the, to this books to very very small credit. Um it does it does at least do the thing that we kind of lamented wasn't happening in the like won't somebody help that fucked up baby scene where where it's like yeah, Harry should I don't know if he is the Messiah figure maybe he should like offer Voldemort a chance at like saving his soul or whatever um but that doesn't really happen here and it isn't played with in any interesting ways either it's just, uh, similar to the way that Harry's just like no shut up we're not here to talk about that theme anymore uh Voldemort's kind of <laughs> like no shut up we're not here to talk about uh that theme either like <laughs> this is no longer a Christian allegory <laughs> We're done with
1: right. That. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real weird.
0: Yeah, just to have the characters kind of like bark back and forth, like, okay, it's not about this theme anymore, and it's not about this theme anymore. We are just going to fight, and I'm going to explain the puzzle to you.
1: I, I think that Harry having the line to Voldemort, uh, "Be a man," was just like I was like, oh, this is what we're doing now.
0: Let's get down to business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um the shift from this being about, um, I mean, like that makes the Neville stuff suck so much more, right? Because the thing that was fun about Neville and like, like cute about Neville was that he was a character who was initially presented as like, you know, kind of a, a a meek little guy who, who, learned that like you know even though people kind of made fun of him and he wasn't like super talented at magic or fighting or anything like he had value and he like it's weird that this is like a story about neville coming into his own kind of stuffed in here when like neville came into his own in like book five Uh, yeah Yeah. because he he fell in with a good crowd he was friends with like luna and dean who were kind of like the the secondary golden trio i guess right Mm -hmm. like uh and and he found his place with some other with with like luna in particular who was like another like talented misfit who didn't need to conform to exactly how the main characters behave to be valuable right and for this to end with like no actually neville um got really buff and cool and and kind of and kind of badass and harry calls voldemort a pussy <laughs> just yeah kind
1: of like, it, it, like suddenly like there's this weird turn that happens here i think that it's just like harry's just like be a be a man you pussy like that really is what he's saying to voldemort which is so like like why are we doing this all of a sudden
0: yeah yeah it it, it just isn't isn't what these characters have been not the story that this the story has been until now I, I, it is it, it it's a bummer for several reasons i mean first of all just like very tired uncreative um uh kind of you know obviously f- a fraught uh uh, uh v- you know view of masculinity um uh but also just like not even one that fits the story like mm-hmm. if this was conan the barbarian okay sure yeah conan's like be a man and then rips the guy's head off and Walks off into the jungle. Cool. Sure. I like that. I like I like a good Conan story, um but that's not what's happening here. Harry is not Conan the Barbarian. He's there's not... also
1: some inherent comedy zooming out and having like a seventeen year old tell this like old lich like right, sorcerer yeah. guy like be a
0: man. Yeah, it's like Harry, you're seventeen. Harry, <laughs>
1: you didn't. You don't have a driver's license. You failed your <laughs> apparition test. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: um uh and also especially funny too knowing that like like harry is doing the like the be a man thing here and like if we were to take that as like what he has learned and and what what is the story here apparently the coolest manliest thing to do uh is to just uh live a completely normal white collar life after this that's right so really playing into some like harry is a big jordan b peterson fan is what i'm learning from this is it like,
1: oh yeah like, i think that ron also gave him a copy of uh <laughs> meaning. yeah
0: yeah just, he, harry is one of those guys who who is like i am i am the fucking i am the fucking predator in the jungle and it's like you're a you work at a bank
1: like yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you live in a suburb you drive a you drive an suv mm-hmm. you're not a navy seal like come on um Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just fails to deliver on any of those fronts and was never what the story was about. And, like, uh, manliness is apparently, uh, accepting death, question mark, if we're, if we're, like, trying to puzzle piece these themes together.
1: Being a man is being a good guy? I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really like for it's interesting reading this chapter right after the last one because i also did not you know i the, the last chapter i do not think did a good job explaining its themes or explaining um you know its allegory very well um but it it had all of the like the broad strokes from like well i know what this is trying to be right this i'm like i'm not sure what is trying to be said here and I'm, i can't even say like oh i think it's saying it badly i'm just like this is a new character new book new themes new conflict harry is quoting uh, uh laws that were like never part of the story he is behaving like a man who has never been in this series before it's just a real head scratcher
1: yeah it's- sort of interesting because we really don't like as soon as Harry starts doing his columbo speech the story zooms out and we don't get anything about what he's thinking again like at all cuz obviously he's talking to us the audience and yeah. revealing everything and i and i get the part where he's you know becoming dumbledore but again yeah. just like this story often happens it's like as soon as harry does anything suddenly the story becomes like this sneaky story about dumbledore Mm -hmm. it's not really about harry anymore
0: yeah and that's really like the the upshot of this whole thing is that the the new allegory that sort of replaces the christian allegory of the last chapter is that not only is harry becoming like a man he is becoming Mm -hmm. the man he is becoming the, the great man the leader that the this wizarding world needs to clean its act up and he's willing to make the hard decisions and he understands that dumbledore in turn had to make hard decisions to get him here
1: mm-hmm. and honestly like while dumbledore is like this imperfect vision of, mm-hmm. of a great man who made some mistakes and maybe was a little tempted by power it sort of uh, reflexively makes dumbledore good because it was all in service of installing Harry Potter the more perfect man.
0: <laughs> right. and and especially coupled with the fact that like, Harry forgave Dumbledore mm-hmm. uh, outright in that last scene
1: yeah uh, so and, much so that it it was it was not a decision it was like of course of course yeah we how Dumbledore. how could
0: I stay mad at Dumbledore
1: how could we think anything else Dumbledore is a good man a yes. great man
0: yeah and 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 so uh Harry is just stepping up to the plate to become that guy I mean like that's why that, that's why he is so different here he is mm-hmm. written he is written like Dumbledore with zero none of the charm like Dumbledore was always always this guy but like he had fun purple wizard guy charm right mm-hmm. like he was Yeah he was...
1: and you're we're sort of viewing him through the eyes of a child as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and to see that stripped of the um the aesthetic really and and just to to see it for what it really is is I mean it, it's honestly more telling than J.K. Rowling could possibly know, right? Is it's mm-hmm. like yeah once you once you like strip winston churchill's uh epic owns about like his his opponent's ugly wives or whatever he like you just like look at all the stuff he did and it's like well okay i guess he was the the leader during world war Two. literally everything else he did was horrific right like uh it it it, it 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 is more perfect more perfect than jk could have planned if like if that was the whole thing it's just like this is about how Great men are necessary. It's like, yeah, we need a guy who sucks, actually, and isn't yeah. even charming.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, this is such a this is such a a fantasy about a kind of person that doesn't exist, right? Because mm-hmm. that that really is what it is is that those guys they are just some guy, right? Like, yeah. uh, they have a lot of power, they do bad things, but like the fantasy of a Dumbledore or a Harry Potter becoming Dumbledore, even, is this like fantasy of this ascended person and it's not yeah it's not real and it almost like it's like this book swerved at the very last minute to try to show how that person could exist and makes it harry potter but but i think it's very telling that as soon as harry embodies that it zooms completely out of his like personal perspective Uh it is entirely like it's it's accidentally very revealing, right? Yeah, like, it doesn't exist. That and, isn't a real thing, and
0: it, and there's a sadness to the idea that it's like j k. Rowling clearly knows enough about how, like, great men in history actually behaved, right? Mm-hmm. Because she wrote Dumbledore like that. Um, but, but this is a weird book where it's almost talking. Her into this more than it is the audience, the idea that, like, yes, you're totally right, those great men were actually very flawed. But if we get enough of them, we will eventually get the truly perfect one, (laughs) which is so. I mean, like that. I mean, that is like the liberal mindset in a nutshell, right? It's like, okay, well, I know Biden's not the perfect choice, but if we keep voting Democratic, eventually we'll have a good one, right?
1: We'll get the good one, and they'll just keep getting better and better. We'll
0: eventually get the good one, and and like that. That is what is happening here is it from jk rowling's perspective is like yeah i i understand these great men in history have a lot of problems but if a great man could or could orchestrate a stupid time travel plan <laughs> maybe we can get a good one <laughs> eventually if you just learn if you just study if you study the great men enough you will be able to become a great man without any of the flaws mm. and i think I mean that is dark for several reasons, and and there there's another angle to this that I find so fascinating, is that that all, that on its own is food for thought certainly, um, and 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 like we say very revealing, but I think to pair that with the religious storytelling mm. and and to make Harry be both uh Winston Churchill number two and jesus i I feel like that is kind of insulting to both parties, right like like this idea that the a great leader needs to be um literally the messiah, I think is like a child's understanding of politics perhaps and I also think that if you are a truly religious person who cares about <laughs> the idea of like jesus and the messiah right if you're a christian surely that is incredibly insulting and blasphemous to say
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i think that this chapter really just like cements harry potter as just like this patriarchal fantasy
0: yes period Um, it is it is a it is a patriarchal fantasy about leadership and manliness And that is a real last-second. Sw- I mean, it's it's weird, right? Because like that is where the Dumbledore plot has been going this whole time, mm-hmm. but it is a last-second swerve for Harry to embody that, because up until this point he has been the Messiah figure. Yeah. Um. And 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 putting those concepts together is um. Interesting. A real a real code geass ending here in a way. Oh.
1: Well, that just makes it good again. That's...
0: Fuck. We're we're Uh-oh. right. You're right. This is just good again now. Damn it. Damn it. Fuck. We tricked ourselves into make, thinking Harry Potter is good. <laughs> we tricked ourselves into thinking Code
1: Geass is good.
0: <laughs> no, it is good. He did that spin kick. Oh, I know. There's the chess scene. Oh, I know. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it it is... Comparing where Harry Potter started to where it ended is just, I, 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 I mean, I, I, it's it's really grim. <laughs> it, 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 it for, the the way that um power was portrayed in Harry Potter in the early books mm-hmm. um, is pretty much inherently negative. It's quite cynical. I mean, like we had Fudge, right?
1: Yeah, and we had. It was either corrupt or ineffectual.
0: Yeah, corrupt or incompetent. That was the two the two options. Hmm. Um. And and that was fun to read in those moments because I think, especially like you say, for a, a series that was like from a child's perspective, that was cute, right? It was like, yeah, especially to Harry, it, it would seem like those are the only two options. Um. And as he grew up, for that to become more sinister in book five, right, where it's mm-hmm. like it's not, it's actually not ineffectual or incompetent is like actively evil right an evil machine that um runs this uh uh, society that he's in we live in a society blah 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 Mm -hmm. um like five is like the peak of like getting at like some interesting stuff with like the wizarding world politics stuff um but then when it turns out that like the proposed solution is like but what if we just did that but they were good what if the king was good though what if the king was good then we then we'd be getting somewhere
1: what if you got like the best guy and (laughs) made him the king
0: what if you like basically uh tortured a child for 16 years to build them (laughs) into the perfect uh soldier messiah and leader would that then make government work Uh, who is to say who is to say (laughs) um especially wild considering that like after after this is all said and done harry has blasted voldemort after explained actually you know what no i can't even get in this because we 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 do at least need to address what the fuck it is harry says to voldemort in this the the stupid fucking wand lore
1: he says a lot of stuff it's very this this uh, what he says does a little trick because yeah. half the time he tries to talk about the themes, which is love and how Voldemort doesn't understand. But then it like tricks you a little bit because it isn't love that did it. It is literally unlucky. Like it's, it is just a literal coincidence. It's well, like, it's, oopsie.
0: Yeah. it's Voldemort the,
1: didn't know about that little technicality.
0: It's the three guys paying for a hotel room with $20 brittle. Like, Mm -hmm. as a a themes explanation, where it's like, the question it's answering shifts halfway through. When Harry is like, shut up, stupid, we're not talking about the themes or characters. We're talking about how actually this was all a puzzle where uh, Dumbledore got Draco to be the master of the Elder Wand.
1: I mean, it's also like Harry does this thing where he acts like the reason that Voldemort doesn't know is because he doesn't understand love. But that's not true. The reason Voldemort doesn't know is one, based on just like the general fuzzy rules of the Elder Wand, and two, because Voldemort wasn't there to see Draco disarm Dumbledore. Right. It's just a detail that he didn't have.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That I forgot about also. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Credit, credit to JK Rowling here. I also forgot about this. I also didn't listen to Ollivander because you only told me he was important like six chapters ago in book seven out of seven. The way that this is presented by her, like this is, wow. Isn't this a crazy twist? Isn't this an incredible uh, revelation that I am revealing to you here that like this, this was the plan the whole time. I'm like, wand lore is still the fuzziest thing in this entire series by a long shot these Mm -hmm. dueling rules were invented this book uh and and so yeah forgive me if i didn't like track the wand uh 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 like ownership Across multiple novels, because that was not a thing that was seeded ever in this series.
1: Also, I think the thing that like the detail that confused me the most when I was reading this Mm -hmm. is that I like maybe this is stupid, but I sort of assumed that the implication wasn't that your wand has like a like consents when you're defeated, but it was more like if you got defeated while wielding that wand. Yeah. And Draco was not wielding the Elder Wand when Harry defeated him. Right. Which is fine if that's not how it worked, but that's like new information here to me. Because that's just how I assumed it worked, is it's like, um, it's like an ante, right? Like if you're, yeah. like you 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 are in doing the duel with the wand, you are offering up the possibility that you could lose it. Yeah. If you lose with it right and i thought that was sort of the like the catch with the elder wand because the elder wand was so good because you literally can't lose with it right oh but i guess that's not true because like the original legend was that the guy was killed in his sleep so it just sort of has like it's like connect it's like soul bound with you or whatever
0: yeah it's fair i mean it's very confusing it was all invented for this book and ultimately this is the biggest sin it's just not very interesting
1: no it's just like all detail it's like mechanics right yeah,
0: even if it does work mechanically who cares it's and a And actually boring i love delusion.
1: i love a story about like chaos about how little things that don't matter can have big consequences yeah. right yeah or like just the randomness of the universe mm-hmm. right yeah. donnie darko shit whatever yeah this is not that this is Harry teeing it up and acting like this is actually about how Voldemort doesn't understand love, but it's really like what he tells him is like sorry Voldemort, you're just not detail oriented enough
0: <laughs> right you understand love so little you couldn't have possibly tracked the uh the minutia of like who owns the elder wand right now like huh what what are those two it's things you, it's because you it's because you
1: weren't there to see Draco. <laughs> Coincidentally, disarm Dumbledore <laughs> that one time. I was there, though. I was. I was stuck. I was stuck under the invisibility cloak. <laughs> I there. saw
0: that whole cutscene. You skipped <laughs> the cutscenes, Voldemort. I watched them, so I know. I know the lore. You don't know the lore. Yeah, yeah. It's just a real flat, wet fart. Like it's of like, a, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I. You, d- you don't get to do this style of like. A uh, 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 detective reveal, mm-hmm. like this, was a detective novel speech he's giving. Yeah, but uh, you have
1: to establish the rules, right? Yeah,
0: th- th- this is a detective novel speech with no detective novel. Like it, 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 it is, it is just Harry going through the motions of saying something that should shock Voldemort. When really, it's just like this is a convenient rule that was invented for this scene to happen. Like it's entirely circular logic. This scene exists so Harry can explain the mechanic that makes this scene exist. like there's no there's no other place in this story or series where this stuff has mattered. this this has never ever been a concern in Harry Potter who owns a wand or like how dueling works or the, the, the Deathly Hallows as a concept, right like the, the, these two these two moments were invented for each other. In this book. And so it's just, it just goes nowhere.
1: It's so, because Voldemort's right. He spends the whole (sighs) time being like, it was an accident that you beat me. And Harry just keeps coming back. No, it wasn't. It's because you don't understand. But really, Voldemort is right. And he's just, he's just, he's rolling bad the last time. It's another (laughs) accident. And the thing (laughs) is, is like, it's almost like it should be a conversation about like probability. Like Voldemort's like, "I lost by accident so many times in a row, I'm sure to win this time." And Harry's like, "That's not how probability works, bitch. It's another accident." That's it.
0: Harry, Harry's like, "Actually, it's 50-50. Either you win or you don't."
1: Yeah, you've you've flipped you've flipped heads 9 times in a row and you're about to flip it one more time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It's a it's a really baffling way for Voldemort to go out. And then he just gets shot and he falls over.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um after his his, his incredibly epic death, uh huh. Harry returns to the Great Hall. Yeah. He is a man now. He, he is, is a the man great now. he is the great leader that they everyone...
1: he, is a, he is apart from these people now.
0: <laughs> he is in fact so apart from these people. That he is like Dr. Manhattan style being like, I'm, t- I tire of these people and they petty. Oh,
1: I tire of their emotions.
0: It's so great. Like, this is <laughs> grim. I was reading, this was the one spark where I was like, oh my God, is this actually going to end well? Is this going to be like, Harry achieves the status and then just instantly becomes like an evil detached, like monster right like like he's just gonna look down on everyone for the rest of his life because it's it's really weird there's this whole paragraph where it's like these fucking people uh thought that i care about their problems or like the the good things i did for them or thanking me and really i just couldn't care less like i'm i'm tired um and i was like oh maybe this has a point maybe this is on purpose but then he like goes to luna and Luna does a cutesy, like, look, more hidden footprints to distract everybody so he can throw the cloak on and, and run away. hmm Just a surreal scene, honestly.
1: Yeah, and, like, I get what it's gesturing toward, but it's so inappropriate for this because it literally is just, like, a, again, a fantasy of what it's like to be the president and have to go, like, meet with, like, the parents of people who've died in war. <laughs> right and like being the guy that like sent them to war and like you have to go and like you don't really know them but you have to like put on a good show of like yeah being like damn <laughs> <it> sucks <laughs> thanks for your sacrifice like all that stuff, like that's the fantasy that's happening here right like i know what it's gesturing towards but it it is so impersonal but i'm like Harry, it's Hogwarts. Like these are the people you fucking knew. Like why? Yeah, why I thought is you Harry loved reacting this way? Yeah, I thought you loved all these people. Yeah, I thought you had. Fred just died.
0: I thought you had undying messianic love for all these people, Harry.
1: Right, and and there's this part where it's like he remembers that Lupin and Tonks died, and is like, I keep getting sad when I think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But mostly he's just like, this
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah, he, not not an, not an emotion he uses to, like, connect with people also telling him their stories. He's just right. like, uh, will you leave me alone so I can be sad about my shit, please?
1: Right. And that's, like, sort of, like, I... I it is The tone is so weird in this moment that, like, I think wants to be pretty serious about, like, the combination, like, winning a battle but also having many losses. But it just can't even manage that.
0: No, it just makes him seem flip. Like I'm
1: sure other stories have been written of this scene that could maybe be better.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I I, I, I can absolutely understand him being personally weary and feeling conflicted about it, right? But he's, he doesn't really come off like that. He comes off like he just again like dr manhattan like he's just like oh the the petty peons want to bore me with their they want to congratulate
1: me for my epic victory
0: yeah it's like it's very funny because it's like this this is the true transition from like messiah story to like president story Mm -hmm. because it's like like i'm imagining a story where it's like someone's coming to jesus with their problems and he's just like can you like fuck off like i'm (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm busy i'm 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 very busy messiah there's a line Mm -hmm. um actually and i need to take a nap uh i (laughs) grim grim stuff for, for this from an allegorical point of view um but then we get the, we get his last moments with Luna, mm-hmm. which I find very odd given how Ron and Hermione basically get nothing. Um
1: Well, he does grab Harry, or Hermione and Ron and I almost wish he didn't because it was at the yeah. moment where he brings them to the headmaster's office that yep. I realized that they didn't get anything to do.
0: Yeah, cuz he cuz he he her, Luna like does a little trick for him she's i mean speaking of a a thing in this book that has has been a constant joy is all the characters just like acting like you think the character is supposed to act like right
1: Mm -hmm. like the
0: hermione is going like oh how will i fit all my books in this bag and 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 so (laughs) on and snape needing shampoo or whatever like just just so many little like basic character throwaways but like Luna just pointing and being like, Look, a bluebird snoopert or whatever the fuck she says, um, to distract people for Harry is just what a what a absolutely like devastating way for that character to go out. Well, the whole thing was that like, oh, no one takes her seriously, but actually she's like pretty smart and good and emotionally like uh intelligent. And no, she's just the funny one who says, Look, it's a it's a doopy whoopy and then
1: yeah I mean, I guess that we're supposed to think that she's like sort of like emotionally wise because she's the only one that knows that Harry doesn't want to deal with this procession of people, yeah, congratulating him, but I think that that is so uh kind of lands wrong that it doesn't really work for her either
0: yeah yeah it, it's it's a it's a depressing send off for her, I think um mm-hmm. who who I think especially in like book six, I think she was just like one of my favorite characters um at that point. But then Harry does go and grab Ron and Hermione and he's like, I need, I need, I need you with me. And I'm like, oh, great. Maybe we will get a send off for these characters who were very important at one point. Um, and instead they go to Dumbledore's office. Harry is sick of, of hearing the other headmasters congratulate him. And he just like tells the Dumbledore, which suit too, too perfect. There being the fucking Dumbledore painting here is astonishing to me just just (laughs) the levels on which this conflicts with the story we're being told just just amazing to me Mm -hmm. um but
1: did dumbledore not get a satisfying conclusion with getting to meet him in heaven like yeah we don't get Ron and Hermione. We don't get to conclude those characters. If anything, we just get a dig at them right here at the end. Yeah.
0: There's a big slam on both of them here. Cause they're both fucking rubes when it comes to the hallows, I guess. Um, Harry, Harry, his, his final like big words to anyone in this, in this story are him telling Dumbledore's painting and not saying, holy shit, you're a fucking Dumbledore painting. Uh, is is explaining to him okay i'm keeping the cloak because it sucks
1: it sucks and doesn't do anything it's
0: it's not op um no it, it should basically really it should just be a hot key like it shouldn't yeah i shouldn't have to equip it um i'm getting rid of the stone because i'm too lazy to go go find it i don't know where it is no one will ever find that and he uh, just like
1: dropped it <laughs> you're right it
0: was centaurs well, live of, in there He dropped it on the way to uh, fight Voldemort in that clearing. That is probably a pretty easy play. Like there is a we know that giants walked all the way. There's like a trail right there. Someone can go get that.
1: I have a great pitch for the J.J. Abrams Harry Potter reboot, and it's, like, next generation. It's, like, all new characters, right? Mm. And they go to Hogwarts for the first time, and, like, they get sent on their first detention. And it's, like, (laughs) ah, to the Forbidden Forest. And, like, the main character just picks the Resurrection Stone up off the ground.
0: There you go. Yeah, it's just it's not very convincing for him to say like he didn't like drop it off a cliff or anything. He was like, yeah, I dropped it. It was like on the trail, but
1: I dropped it in the woods where people go like kind of a lot. We go (laughs) we go there like a couple times every book, (laughs) so I'm sure it's not like buried or anything. It's It's just on the ground. It's in
0: the clearing where like Wizard Hitler planned his army's attack. Um, No one's ever gonna go there again. Mm -mm. Uh, Absolutely not. Um, and then he, uh, says, also, I'm not keeping the wand because I like my other wand and I'm going to try fixing it with the good wand and then I'll put it back in your grave, I guess.
1: <laughs> okay. And I'll die a natural death.
0: I, that is the funniest part of this <laughs> because wand lore has been so important here, um, that, that it. it a a, a critical moment at the end of the story is harry saying like uh i don't want all the trouble that the cool one brings me fair enough i i I like that on paper i suppose he decides to be like a cop after this um so if he ever in his line of work so much as gets disarmed doesn't Uh that
1: just Uh mean that
0: like Oh damn! The true master of the Elder Wand, like even even if that guy doesn't know about the wand or know where it is or anything, like the 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 legend is not <laughs> going to the wand is not going to die because it's it's someone like yeah rando rando British criminal played by Jason Statham knocks Harry's wand out of his hand
1: also gotta say harry did give that huge speech about literally the, the mechanics of how the wand works mm, in front of
0: all lot. the people
1: that came to fight from hogsmeade
0: yeah
1: a bunch of random students yeah um so Death eaters yeah and perhaps
0: like, true believers
1: yeah and so sort of like the whole thing about the elder wand and even the legend was about how like you will be pursued for it
0: yeah Hmm. So, we...
1: so it's not really even a secret.
0: <laughs> uh oh! Whoopsie Daisy!
1: I don't think that's gonna work out.
0: But yeah, this scene goes out of its way to put to just put Ron and Hermione down some more. Uh, is yeah. my main takeaway here?
1: It almost like accidentally becomes the most interesting thing about this book because I I'm always fascinated when a creator hates the thing that they're making yeah and i don't think that she hates the book Mm -hmm. in fact i think she says it's her favorite one that she She does yeah but there is a like a palpable contempt for some of these characters Mm -hmm. and ron and hermione basically being like completely abandoned uh what would you say like book four was the yeah. last time they book really? Book five
0: was like had a lot of Hermione in it, but what it did to her character was unbelievable, right? Like,
1: yeah, I'm like sort of going like conspiracy theory mode, like <laughs> about about J.K. Rowling ending up with like resentment or upset about the people she based the characters on, mm. or like something something weird here because, like, honestly, at the point where they are at at the end of the book, where uh, they like are shown to have longing for the elder one. Um, and all this, I'm like, why, why didn't she just kill them off? Or have them, <laughs> Like go away. Yeah.
0: The, the bit here that is, that, it, that I, I can't get out of my mind. Like it's, it's funny you mentioned the, like, you know, cause, cause you, you know, we, we know that she based a lot of these characters on real people and Hermione, she says she based on herself. Mm-hmm. Um, i don't fully know if i buy that given with how hermione's treated in this series
1: there there have been a few moments throughout the series where i'm like is this some like reflexive self-hatred type mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Uh, i've definitely gotten a little bit of that that vibe
0: um but the ron thing do you remember one of the first things we ever watched on the show it,
1: it's yes i will never forget it because it's so fucking cursed.
0: the 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 documentary where she goes and and meets sean who yeah
1: is ron
0: (laughs) who is ron and she says over and over again is ron and uh there's this real awkward energy between them because i mean they don't say it outright but you can tell that they were like you know a high school or like early i can't remember how what, what what exactly year that they were talking about it was but like they were a thing uh, it was
1: maybe one of the most awkward like i don't even know how it made it into that documentary it Yeah, was so awkward
0: it's it's really something because he's he's really uncomfortable to be there clearly she's clearly realizing on air what a bad idea this was because they're just like standing on this beach and kind of shuffling <laughs> awkwardly so fucked up. like yep yeah i'm sean i'm 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 who ron was based on and 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 the thing is like that would be bad enough but there was the (laughs) there was the quote from her much later than that because that was after like book three or four i think um that that documentary was filmed and there's that thing where she said like i apologize for making ron and hermione get together um it was wish fulfillment
1: insane and i'm just like i'm like i can't uh, i can't believe it
0: (laughs) so awkward why really laying it all out there like if hermione is the self-insert and ron is sean that's that (laughs) ah, that is so bleak just really really bleak stuff um And, and yeah, it just, it just makes this last moment where like, I mean, like Hermione was basically like said to be put in the story because she was going to be a nag and slow Harry down. And then Ron at the end with like sentences left in the book is like, ah, what if I had the ring of power? Ah, Like, 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 dude, whoa, setting up a sequel are we <laughs> Ron's like ah I always wanted the power Harry it was me all along like oh shit fuck
1: I wish that's what the epilogue
0: was that would have been great honestly People Harry would have
1: lost their damn minds that Harry would have been so the funny. chasing
0: down a mysterious foe and it being Ron with the elder wand <laughs> the end <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just a real bummer ending for them. We have no I mean, like the epilogue will give them an ending, I suppose, but it is not the one that you I don't want. think it's a
1: story ending. That's right. the thing. Is I think that like I I notice this in fandom a lot, where it's like they it's like you need to have this like closure on what the characters would do if they were real. And <laughs> I do I do not have that impulse at all. Like like having the authors say yeah they got married and had kids and lived happily ever after does nothing for me like it's not even negative it is just like net yeah like that is it's just not part of the story right yeah
0: very few characters do i care that on that level about right like just vacuuming up every little detail about their lives but it's not
1: it's not like because they're not real people Right. right like they could go and get in a car wreck and die like right after the story is over and it doesn't matter to the story does not
0: change the story one iota right yeah yeah and to, until a story is written about what they do about with like if there's a story about their life sure that's cool to see if it is just details about what they do afterwards who fucking cares like doesn't doesn't and, and like mostly if anything exist like that epilogue i mean this is getting ahead of our, our ourselves a little bit because we still have to read it but like the epilogue to me at this point especially after seeing this um uh, uh, this ending for Ron and Hermione that treats them so like like they're nothing just feels like a like an extra fuck you to anyone who would like write a fanfic, right? Or just yeah. like these characters are dead. I just couldn't be bothered to give them a, 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 like an actual death because that would require like thematically tying something off for them, right? It's just like this is worse than death for a character.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, this is just fading slowly into total irrelevance to the story. Because if they died, it would be a big deal, and we'd have to be like, "Oh, what does this death mean for the story?" If they're if they're alive, perfect. We don't have to worry about it. They're just there, tagging along with Harry, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um, really, really sad. I mean, like I, on the other hand, I don't know where they could have gone. Like, where, where would Hermione's character have gone in this book?
1: I mean. I don't know. I mean, it would just have to be a different story, exactly. right? Like they, yeah, there yeah, would yeah. have had there, like something would have needed to be written to justify having them be in the book. Yeah, and yeah. I can find like we can find places for them to slot into better than say giving Molly Weasley an uh-huh. ending yeah. uh, that makes that gives Hermione a big battle to have at the end, which I think would be better. But I'm still like that's I, I again
0: not the book. We I want. don't
1: think big battle is yeah what Harry Potter needed.
0: Yeah yeah it's it's um it's it's difficult right because i because I I, I I i i once upon a time really liked ron and hermione and every book has has like like more and more seem to care about them less and less uh book six they might not have is is the point where i would say they should just like not even be in it um mm-hmm. that's the one where like Luna and Neville basically replace them for like a good chunk of it. Right. Like it's just.
1: uh, (sighs) Neville still gets a moment in the climax of this book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't understand.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I I think you're, I think you're spot on when you say that there's like a real detectable contempt for them in here. And Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know
0: why that is. Maybe it's, (laughs) maybe it's because of the, like the real life connections um maybe it's just because she got bored of them maybe she just got so enamored with harry and dumbledore's story that she was just like well these characters don't fit into that i don't know but But yeah
1: the problem with her getting bored and her main character is it is i'm also bored by right right
0: yeah yeah at that point invested
1: in their like sort of romance that happens mm
0: -hmm. yeah at that point hand it off to another writer if you don't care and
1: really they did they did have a story it was just entirely off screen. Yeah. Like they, like yeah. they, they, they destroyed the cup. And, and like, I could, I can see the, I can see the note card outline, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that they, that they're having this story parallel to Harry where they're like romantically coming together. Ron gets jealous, uh, gets told by his friend that like, Oh no, you can have her. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Yeesh. I, I guess like, joins the dsa and <laughs> hermione's really happy about it and then like because of the power of their love they like go and kill and get and destroy the cup or whatever but it happens like completely off screen
0: yeah yeah it doesn't actually we're just matter. told about it yeah it doesn't matter harry is the pov character and we can't we can't break out of that unless it's pensive so that's what we end up with um is two characters who don't have much of a story and the one that they do have happens completely out of our view and ultimately purely serves the mechanics of Harry's story, which is someone, someone's got to do something about that cup. That cup has got to get out of here somehow. We got one too many Horcruxes. Otherwise,
1: honestly, Hermione and Ron really exceeded Dumbledore's expectations.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dumbledore was like, well, Hermione will be a nag and Ron, he's going to cower out on them. And so I better give him this orb generator, but they, yeah, they went above and beyond. We just didn't get to see it. Hmm. Oh. and then, then we get after all this, after Harry and Hermione or Hermione and Ron get their final words in Harry Potter, um, the story proper, I guess the epilogue, notwithstanding um we get maybe my favorite and darkest encapsulation of what harry potter is all about Mm. harry leaves the office he is he has made his mind up he has explained to painting dumbledore here's what i'm doing with these very important objects we've cared about for seven novels uh he walks upstairs and he's like damn i can't wait to flop into my four poster bed and have my slave, who I own, uh, bring me a sandwich. The end! The end! That is the end of Harry Potter! The end of (laughs) Harry Potter is the main character saying, hmm, I wonder if my slave will bring me dinner. Well,
1: that's what a great man deserves.
0: Like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like, zooey mama what a what a that's right yeah uh, really really grim i would say yeah
1: i have a, i have another like very funny accidental detail in this one that <laughs> yeah i'm yeah, stuck yeah, on because yeah. i know i know you're very stuck on that ending line we b-
0: we uh, both got stuck on very funny telling lines in this chapter
1: let me let me find exactly exactly what it is um and it's a, it's at the part where like, everybody is arriving to join the battle, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. anyone who was invested is is showing up, and it's, like, sort of turning things. <laughs> um, they seem to have returned at the head of what looked like the fa- families and friends of every Hogwarts student who would remain to fight, along with the shopkeepers and homeowners of Hogsmeade. <laughs> I am obsessed with this. It's not the people of Hogsmeade even. It's specifically the business owners <laughs> and the landowners the arriving. Business owners
0: and the landowners are here. I uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, that one I just missed. I just completely skipped over that the first time I read it, I think. But the more I think about it, the funnier the that is. are here. The homeowners are here. The business the small business owners are here to make a difference in politics.
1: The, the HOA board is here. <laughs> they, they This battle at Hogwarts is really lowering the property value of Hogsmeade.
0: <laughs> why? Why is that? Why is that the. Like the 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 terminal. I don't even know. Like just... the
1: shopkeepers and homeowners. I just like cannot like escape that from my brain the
0: shopkeepers and homeowners are here finally to save the i mean like the, the way the answer i guess is that like this is her incredibly stupid <laughs> metaphor right it's like this if if if
1: it's just i'm sure it's like a cadence thing or like yeah i i, I don't think there's that much to it it's just so fucking it's perfect funny.
0: it's perfect whatever it is it's like yeah, the homeowners and landowners showed up to help in the battle, and Harry uh, wants his slave, who he is not the, free. Yeah,
1: the thing is, is the renters of Hogsmeade just don't really have a stake in making <laughs> the neighborhood good. That's all. So they're not going to show up at the battle, it's just the homeowners.
0: Woof, <laughs> woof. I, thanks joe thanks joe yeah the homeowners association is going to make a difference in this battle oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> there like i guess there's a version of that where like that's the joke right where it's like the hoa is like there is a strict rule that you there can be no buildings on fire uh and the death eaters have set the building on i don't know some stupid joke like that i mean
1: there's a joke in there right but i don't think this is a joke and line it's not
0: a joke line it's the land o- the shopkeepers and, and homeowners are here
1: i mean right after that it's like the the centaur's arriving because they got called pussies
0: <laughs> <laughs> the 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 most incredible alliance in all of history uh a <laughs> bunch of a bunch of guys who got mad because they got called wusses and then uh the homeowners and the business owners mm-hmm. oh and then also of course the slaves
1: oh um, fight 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 for my master defender of house fight, selves, fight my... the dark lord in the name of brave regulus fight thank you creature thank
0: you creature the slaves are here too which really do you think do you think that ron is gonna have to like uh uh like give that kiss back like is is that is that nullified now because he, he he got he got that purely because he said i looked up activism on wikipedia actually
1: mm-hmm. yeah. um
0: and if, if hermione sees that actually the the slaves did come and fight for harry who is a slave owner uh is she gonna say well ron you fucked this one up uh you didn't you didn't."
1: uh oh ron's in the doghouse ron's in
0: the doghouse ron's
1: sleeping on the couch again <laughs> this is some guys stuff right there i
0: mean this chapter feels like it was written by the by the horny guys, honestly <laughs> like and then the broad started fighting she said not my daughter you bitch Ooh, two ladies fighting over a cantaloupe in the grocery aisle <laughs> you hate to see it. like that <laughs> That is <laughs> entirely what this feels like.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah. the Yeah. The. The book is bad. The book is really, really
1: bad. Yeah, this one's real bad. I
0: can't believe this is the end of Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: this is one that you take back like completely to the drawing board. Like you throw out all your note cards after this one. Yeah. Start over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the I I'm going to I think before next week I'm going to take some time and just research a lot of the like the reviews and and and, and like critical response at the time to this book because I would really love to know I know I know that the epilogue was controversial in the fandom to the point where like what was it epilogue what epilogue is like a common Oh
1: it's like a tag on AO3 and yeah. like fanfiction.net yeah
0: Yeah that, that 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 was that at least was like a big enough deal to like rile the fans up a little bit
1: I mean part of that was just functional like yeah. people that wanted to write fanfiction that was like a direct sequel but they didn't want to like be bogged down by the like jk rowling saying like and hermione and ron got married and had three kids (laughs) Uh and like i mean that makes sense right yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um but i'm very curious how many people seemed truly satisfied by this ending you know because like I, i i read this and i'm like yeah the homeowners and landowners showed up harry still owns a slave uh Harry, Hermione, and Ron got nothing to do at the end here. Like, kind of going back to what I was saying at the top of this discussion, way back uh, uh, when we started about how, like, even even in like movies I don't like, I can see the arcs people latch onto, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I I I look at this and I go like, surely someone who is a dyed in the wool harry potter fan who was like fuck yes i love ron he's my favorite character like is this what they wanted is this what hermione fans wanted is this what like i i just i i i'm very fascinated um to know what what the temperature was at the time because i had disconnected from the fandom from that point completely like i i
1: I think fandom is tough because, like, I think that there's some real desire for stuff to be good, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I've read a million posts about how affecting and beautiful it was that Narcissa, like, it's like, can we take a minute to appreciate <laughs> Narcissa Malfoy uh, and her right. and her, like, and how and what a girl boss she is or whatever. Like, I think fandom just has that bent. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and because that this book just like gestures at a lot of stuff, I think it gestures at stuff that's easy to latch on Mm -hmm. to and act like that was the story when it really isn't. Yeah.
0: The Narcissa one is such an interesting example of that though, because I do like, I I do like the Narcissa scene in that way. Right. Yeah. Where I'm like, Okay, mechanically, I can say, well, it's kind of weird for her and not Lucius to do it, or you know, I wish she had got more to do, and I don't know if like moms are tough is really the theme that I was going to Harry Potter for, but I can see it and go like, I like that a bad character did a good thing, right? Like
1: that's unexpected. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, like, and that is one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, I can see people liking that, but like. ron and hermione don't get scenes like that right like and and that's the part where i'm left just like whoa this is the end of harry potter like
1: yeah i mean i think the the ron hermione stuff is a little bit like lukewarm for people yeah um i think that one of the the things that even fans will admit and they'll, they'll they do it very like nicely right but it is this this admitting that jk rowling isn't very good at um uh, at writing romance.
0: Yeah. It's kind of the George Lucas thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I could see that. Yeah, I just, it, it, it's, 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 this is me, like, I guess, passing judgment on the fandom one way or the other, but I'm just like, I, I read this and I'm shocked. Like, this, this to me does not read like a thing that the fans wanted. Um, And there are things that I don't like that are still things fans wanted. And I can understand why they like it. I just disagree or didn't like it or, or whatever. But like this, I'm like, I, I just... Maybe I'm just too deep in the Harry Potter weeds after reading it for this show, but I'm just like, Wow, this is a this ending is for no one but JK Rowling, really.
1: Yeah, it's a cluster. Yeah. The Molly stuff is just is crazy to me. i knew it happened again i thought it happened like sort of as a one-off like as they're running through the battle it's something that they hear Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's it's it just doesn't i i have the same thing right where i when we got to like the first battle of hogwarts chapter i was like bracing for it and then it never came and then it um it never came again and again and then by the time we were in the forest i was like is that happening because i assumed that it was like a early battle kind of one-off gag thing but it's not it's like a big moment for molly uh yeah Yeah,
1: the character that that needed the (laughs) secondary climax moment (laughs) ridiculous
0: absolutely absurd yeah i just i i I, the more i think about this chapter the more agog i am that i'm like this is the end of this is how harry potter ends the biggest like our star wars you know like this this was the the media thing for us growing up mm-hmm. this is how that ends i'm i'm i am shocked that it is not remembered as as a, a flop because this ending is just nothing like it 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 fails to e- I, I like the the most damning thing I can say about it is that it fails to even deliver on the the themes that JK. Rowling announced at the beginning of the book she was pivoting to <laughs> Like you start this fucking book with a double epigraph. Uh, yeah, but
1: that's the thing the theme that she thinks it is is the theme of legacy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I guess really it was never really about religion or or faith or being i mean i mean it is it is about like being the great man but she doesn't see it that way probably it, it, you're right it is legacy um, hogwarts legacy <laughs> ah hogwarts legacy it's all coming together
1: <laughs> i mean like harry walks into and gets like all of the headmasters clap for him and yeah. it's actually sort of funny that the epilogue isn't him becoming the headmaster of hogwarts because i feel like the implication of that scene is that he is entering the line right like he is he is being congratulated by all the great men that came before him yeah and he is he is the perfect the perfect man joining their their noble line of leaders mm-hmm.
0: yeah Ooh, and so that's and like that's where it like the really insidious like rubber hits the road where it's like yes this is a story about how like your bloodline doesn't matter but it's not to do with like wizard racism it's like oh anyone could order those drones to bomb yemen right like <laughs> Damn it. right like yeah yeah and it, it, it doesn't matter who it is they, like you anyone can can but be be the prime minister which makes the the, the detail <laughs> that he just overhears <laughs> that like kingsley has been installed as the
1: oh fuck i forgot about like, that
0: he just overhears that like oh the 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 head of the army is now the minister of magic
1: I love that it just slips that in there. Like we're gonna be like, oh good, oh good, it's oh, in good hands. You can't, you can't just be like, oh. Uh, and in the meantime, the military took over.
0: <laughs> like as we all know, oh, it's always a great. great thing when that. Great. happens. Great, cool, yeah, great, good, yeah, the yeah.
1: That Kingsley, that's a good, that's a good guy. It's a, it's just a little cheeky, little military takeover. The government uh, just while there's a little bit of chaos, right? Someone's got to step in.
0: Yeah wowie weird detail to throw in there but especially because <laughs> as we know that is not it, this is not the revolutionaries taking over the corrupt government this is the one guy who was sort of like the spy in the horror sector like the people who answer to him now are the other orers who are like the SWAT cops so it is just a military coup really it's not it's not dumbledore's army succeeding it's the good quote-unquote the good guys of the government that we were told for seven books straight was entirely corrupt becoming (laughs) the head of the government thank you
1: just in a throwaway line yeah
0: it is it is literally like half a sentence it is like he's hearing Because it's when he's tired of hearing all these people's fucking problems. And he's like, yeah, I guess Kingsley is the prime minister now. It's like, oh, that's what? Okay, that's actually kind of a big deal, but sure, go on. I love
1: that it ends with, like, an ellipsis, too. It's just like, he's walking around, Death Eaters were fleeing, girls being captured, the Innocent of Azkaban were being released at that very moment, and that Kingsley Shacklebolt had been named Temporary Minister of Magic, dot, dot, dot.
0: How are they determining the Innocent of Azkaban? (laughs)
1: interesting right
0: the innocent people at the torture prison are being released oh good uh the good
1: guys are getting out of prison
0: kingsley who runs the cops who put Mm -hmm. all those guys in the prison are determining that hmm well back to brunch well back to (laughs) everything's back to normal back to brunch everything's fine we've solved the wizarding world's problems. really ominous stuff. um i yeah, i don't i don't know. i i knew i knew i i knew that this uh that this book would be bad. i wasn't prepared for this chapter. <laughs> are there any other last little details you want to get in here
1: i think we got to a lot of we them. did
0: we did so i think i think we can take a break um and maybe save some of our bigger thoughts for maybe like a recap or a retrospective episode on yeah. the series as a whole
1: that sounds good yeah
0: so let's take a quick break and then we will be back with a, a little third segment fun Hmm. everyone and welcome back that was the end of harry potter yay it's over other than the epilogue which doesn't count because it's just it's just an epilogue the story ends harry is asleep in his bed cozy wondering if creature will bring him a sandwich um and on that note i thought it would be appropriate for us to close out with a third segment that uh that kind of taps into some classic classic third segment activities um and i actually have two of them on offer for you here um we could do one we can do both depending on how long they take but uh uh i have reached into the grab bag and i have two ideas here number one confessions
1: oh you know i love confessions
0: battle of hogwarts confessions is a fruitful search mm. um and then the other thing that i have is a pottermore article a classic pottermore article Ooh. called the most devastating deaths in the Harry <sighs> Potter series
1: dobby i already yeah, know i guess that.
0: we i guess we know that one it's true it's dobby
1: I honestly, I would kill for some Harry Potter Battle of Hogwarts confessions, mostly because I want to know like what what the fandom angle on all of this is, because book seven, I was out of the fandom, right? Like I didn't Mm -hmm. like this book, so I didn't Mm -hmm. really care what anyone really had to say about it. Um, So I don't I don't know what the like popular versus unpopular opinions are
0: yeah yeah let's 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 dive in and let's do some battle of hogwarts confessions uh, maybe you could pick up some as well i'm just doing a google search here but i'm sure you've got the tumblr search powers that might uh oh
1: sometimes i do yeah might
0: y- might yield some excellent ones as well sometimes um, so i will i will get us started but if you find one yourself that's uh, particularly juicy oh sure uh let's uh let's 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 give it a shot I'm starting with one that is incredibly powerful and clearly written before Cursed Child came out. Oh, okay. I have this weird headcanon that Bellatrix and Voldemort managed to have a kid, a daughter to be specific, that they left when they went off to the Battle of Hogwarts and that she was raised in an orphanage and was accepted into Hogwarts as a muggle-born with no one knowing who she was.
1: Um, I completely forgot to talk about this on our chapter discussion because i so similar to how i have done kind of a 180 on whether or not jk rowling intended for um dumbledore to be gay the whole time Mm -hmm. i am like a little bit suspicious it sure seems Sounds like she had the idea about Bellatrix and Voldemort uh, getting together.
0: Yeah, I agree. There is specifically a line in this chapter where uh, Harry, when he is like doing his incredibly astute, uh, pretending to be dead observations. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, oh, uh, Bellatrix is comforting Voldemort like a lover.
1: Which is a a bizarre... Like, that's, again, one of the ones where I feel like she forgets that she's writing from Harry's point of view, because Mm it's not something that Harry would have the experience to... (laughs) Notice, right? Like that wouldn't be his turn of phrase. It's very funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I agree. I think I'm, I'm, I'm Beltrix and and Hermione or Beltrix Hermione. Beltrix and Voldemort were planned all along. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer on that now. Um, which, which I, I guess is like it's not good. but, like, it is it is something that makes all of the, like, um, uh, I guess, anger about Cursed Child, which I guess, you know, we haven't read Cursed Child yet, um, so maybe there's – I'm sure there's plenty else bullshit in that thing, but, like – I number one the complaint that I always see is that like oh when did Bellatrix and Voldemort have time to smash and it sounds like uh, they might have just been doing it a lot. I
1: think they were already. doing it and like he was so mad when she died. He was
0: really upset when she died. He, he was wasn't like,
1: upset about Nagini really. He was like, no, "Darn it!"
0: No, um, that's the other thing too. I think we've we've both kind of been reverse convinced of the nagini thing
1: oh yeah more than ever that it was not intended
0: never intended she is an object in this story mm-hmm. uh and, and and not much more this next one just caught my eye this mm-hmm. is not this is not a battle of hogwarts confession but it is in the relateds on this one. Oh sure and it's so juicy I think the song Jolene by Dolly Parton fits the Bellatrix Voldemort-Rodolphus love triangle perfectly (laughs) with Rodolphus as the singer slash narrator Bellatrix as the man and Voldemort as Jolene Voldemort doesn't have flaming locks of auburn hair ivory skin and eyes of emerald green but the rest (laughs) fits perfectly the
1: rest is perfect except for all of the details
0: (laughs) Oh, I love this. That's that's delightful.
1: I'm, I'm enamored with someone listening to the song Jolene and being like, huh,
0: this could be Rodolphus Lestrange writing about a song about Voldemort. <laughs> that's like, I, there is, I, I, I have always loved this about AMVs. I genuinely think this is a lot of fun. I love the way that when you were, this was a very teenage feeling for me. I, I I I don't know if you shared this, but, like, when you were, like, into a story, mm-hmm. everything is about that story.
1: Oh, me, yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, like, that was a huge thing as a teen.
1: Yeah, but me. Jolene is such a weird... Like, yeah, I did that, yeah. like, on you know, a... You listen to, like, Animal Life Become by Three Days Grace. Yeah, yeah exactly. but Jolene...
0: Jolene is such a delightful one to reach <laughs> for. I mean, like, that really just, like, speaks to a, 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 a wonderfully... Uh, uh, diverse <laughs> amount of media consumption. It's like, oh, I'm reading Harry Potter, but I'm also listening to country songs from the 60s. But it's, it's just like, very...
1: it's very, um, for a tone of this situation, like, Rodolphus comes off as very, like, ah, shucks. You yeah. know, it's a very ah shucks reaction. Um Well,
0: I mean, especially because the, the <laughs> thing that that everyone always says about Jolene now, like the common read is that like Jolene is kinda of, is kind of like a little bit of a stealth gay longing song. Yeah. And so I guess I like that this is like kind of a um a song a song about uh Rodolphus being like, You know that Voldemort? That snake <laughs> that snake guy, I wish he I wish that snake man wasn't banging my wife and was banging me instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Um, yeah, was there... Did you have a song that you, like, associated with Harry Potter at any point like kind of like weirdly uh
1: i'm sure i did but i've pasted it over um Mm -hmm. with the like this is halloween amvs (laughs) and this is war amvs it's all that's in my brain now (laughs) well
0: this is war just is about harry that that is the song that was made for that feeling specifically oh yeah yeah, that that is a that is a song written for teens who just map anything that they're into. Well, yeah, cuz every
1: them. single part is it's like so vague, but it could apply to any like literally exactly. any story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any story with any like remotely uh uh like like western christian religious overtones, which is as we have established a lot of fucking stories in, oh, in yeah. pop culture. Uh you could just stick that right in there and it works perfectly. Um, let's move to another confession. RIP everyone who died in the Battle of Hogwarts mm. 18 years ago. We miss you all, Fred Tonks, Remus, and all the rest
1: and all the 50 others. And all the all unnamed the... 50 others. Yeah,
0: let's take it on. Let's use this as a springboard opportunity to talk about the fallen 50.
1: The fallen 50, somehow both more and less than you think. <laughs> you feel like it should be
0: like you you imagine like this lord of the rings scale battle right <laughs> yeah and like uh oh, this are this army is clashing with uh-huh. uh with an invading force we have to get and inside
1: we're gonna get trampled <laughs>
0: you're hearing that 50 people died other than i guess it's more like you know 67 people total died um but the all the 50 uh are, are just unnamed um yeah, there's a name for it. It's the Fallen 50. Harry mentions them uh as he is like <laughs> watching the Bellatrix fight, I think. Mhm. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, there's 50 people." It's like, who "Oh, it's
1: Tonks and Lupin and the other 50 people that died." Other
0: 50 people who died. <laughs> um and and this was very funny, and then I found out that it was a codified term in the fandom, the Fallen 50. The fallen 50 uh so let's in the spirit of this confession which i guess isn't really a confession it's more of just it's a r.i.p like, it's a statement r.i.p we will miss you all fred remus Tonks, and all the rest crying emoji yeah um let's let's have a moment and read through all the casualties of the battle of hogwarts oh yeah three unidentified snatchers who disintegrated during the battle of hogwarts
1: i'm uh, not too sad about that
0: yeah uh killed by themselves inadvertently cause of death crossing the protective enchantments dying in the process (laughs) okay many snatchers including scavior
1: no (laughs) scavior
0: oh not scavior the guy from the kings of leon is dead (laughs) no (laughs) um they were killed by neville longbottom cause of death collapse of the wooden bridge
1: Wait, Neville got like a, like a KDA. What?
0: Monster kill. I guess this must be pulling from the movies. Yeah. A little bit. I this think so. This must be stuff I that think also so. happens in the films. Unidentified giant in the Battle of Hogwarts 2. Killed by Professor Sprout, Neville, or whoever else helped with an attack with
1: plants. Killed by whoever. Unidentified character killed by whoever. All right. RIP crying emoji.
0: Cause of death, devil sneer. Yeah. Uh, unidentified Giant in the Battle of Hogwarts 3. Killed by Minerva McGonagall. Cause of death. Enchanted Suits of Armor.
1: It's a bad way to go.
0: Death Eater Casualties. Uh, uh, continuing. Unidentified Death Eater killed by Kingsley Shackleboy.
1: Wait, are the Death Eaters included in the Fallen 50?
0: I think there is some contention among the fans about I that. I think
1: they should not be.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: They I don't know if bad that's guys. the same death count.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, some fans include them and some fans don't. Um, I have I've noticed that is kind of a split. Uh, Vincent Crabb uh, killed himself on accident with Fiendfire. We know that. I
1: remember. Yeah.
0: Nagini Neville Longbottom, beheading with a sword. Unidentified Death Eater 10. Unidentified Female mm. Death Eater at Malfoy Manor. Wait, uh, hang on. At Malfoy Manor? Bullshit that doesn't count unidentified death eater who was who fought in a first floor corridor was killed by ron weasley so ron also has a kda here nice uh let's let's tap over to let's scroll down let's do the actual fallen 50 here uh let's see uh okay so list of known deaths from the order of the phoenix aside unidentified man killed in courtyard explosion
1: i remember yeah
0: Unidentified Wizard killed the Quad Battlements. <laughs> Fred Weasley. Hmm. Remus Lupin. Mm-hmm. All of these are cause of death duel, period. <laughs> Severus Snape, Nagini, ordered by Voldemort. Lavender Brown. Uh, Colin Creevy. I thought
1: Lavender Brown is, like, maybe
0: yeah i think the movie this again i think this is also pulling from the movie as oh, well as the, the book. movie
1: killed lavender brown in the
0: movie she definitely dies if i remember right because she's in yeah. the
1: scene with the bodies or something yeah
0: yeah um unidentified hogwarts student killed on the seventh floor unidentified female hogwarts teacher 50 others and I thought this we is knew
1: all the teachers
0: uh let's see at least by Unida- name unidentified female teacher Oh, this is some movie stuff because there's a quote at the top that says, "She has passed. Yes, she's gone." Sybil Trelawney announcing this witch's death at the Battle of Hogwarts. <laughs> They're gonna kill off an unnamed teacher and have that be their big like, "Oh my God, this character's dead." She's dead. Wow, wow, that's we've got something to look forward to in this. <laughs> and then 50 others which is where i found the fallen 50 thing the fallen 50 were the unknown people who were killed fighting lord voldemort in the battle of hogwarts and so the see the wiki takes the um uh, uh the stance that it is just just the hogwarts side
1: i think i'm i'm i agree with the wiki
0: their ranks include students who would refuse to leave during the evacuation hogwarts staff and teachers parents and others who had rallied to defend hogwarts when voldemort moved against it wait voldemort. the
1: homeowners
0: The homeowners and the shopkeepers. (laughs) No. The job creators? (laughs) The entrepreneurs. (laughs) At the end of the battle, all of the bodies were placed together in the Great Hall. Their deaths were ultimately not in vain. And as the surviving defenders held the line, Voldemort Mm -hmm. was defeated and killed. And Mm -hmm. the remaining Death Eaters disbanded permanently.
1: Oh, they just disbanded?
0: (laughs) They're, they're done. They saw him lose for like the 12th time and were like, "You know, I'm good." This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Severus Snape, Fred Weasley, Vincent Crab, Colin Creevy, Remus Lupin and invadar Talks, all the other casualties were unidentified. Uh, it is possible that the unidentified Hogwarts student killed on the 7th floor and unidentified wizard killed in the quad battlements are part of the fallen 50. I would them. Mm,
1: yeah. I, I yeah. Probably. It would kind of suck
0: if they didn't, if this is like the term, if this is like what you see in the newspaper in the wizarding world, like, oh, the honor the fallen 50, but not an unidentified wizard on the quad.
1: <laughs> that's so sad.
0: Yeah, kind of uh, rude to, d- to not include him. Um. So yeah, that's the fa- That's the story of the fallen 50, which mm-hmm. is uh, very funny.
1: Again, still feels like a lot of people, like way more than should have died. And also it's, not enough. Like It I've- is a
0: huge number if you think... Uh, Like about the context of it being like, yeah, it's a fight at a high school.
1: Yeah, like a little a little skirmish between like the serial killer and his (laughs) buddies, and like at school, it's a lot of people.
0: Um, but if you if you if you think about it in terms of like this was a battle, like a movie battle, an epic battle, fifty people. Honestly, that's a pretty good number. If you're like if you're like the general of like i don't know the french army commanding against like the 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 english or something and it's like yeah we won the battle and 50 people died you're like hell okay hell yeah nice
1: job nice job
0: nice job that was some superior tactics Mm -hmm. r.i.p to the ones who died
1: right the fallen 50 r.i.p the fallen
0: 50 but oh okay let's uh let's do some more confessions i have one hmm
1: This one is a puzzle box to me.
0: Ooh, ooh!
1: Because there's no explanation, and I'm hoping we can (laughs) maybe figure this one out. Because because we are experts on ring theory, and we have when we have finished the book. Yeah. So I just learned that the Battle of Hogwarts in the seventh book was basically mirroring first six books in reverse order, and my mind is blown. what so i just learned that the battle of hogwarts in seventh book was basically mirroring first six books in reverse order and my mind is blown
0: what does this mean this <laughs> is a puzzle box
1: it is i'm like can okay. i map can i map this because i'm like okay like harry fighting voldemort in in reverse like
0: reverse order okay Hold on. Okay, my brain is already operating at max capacity here. Yeah. Fan, the fans are spinning. Battle of Hogwarts, basically mirroring... For, so, oh, Hagrid brings dead Harry...
1: Yeah, oh, that. yeah.
0: ...to Hogwarts. Okay, yeah, that's... That's That's kind of on... Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I don't know if that's reverse order, though. Mm-hmm. Um... Harry defeats Voldemort. That one's a little iffy. I, I those were like the two the ha- the Hagrid thing for sure because that's why Sna- uh, uh uh Voldemort is like it will be so fucked up if we get Hagrid to bring the body to Oh him. yeah. Uh because that that he he knows, he knows that that's ring theory. <laughs> But I can't... Can you can you, have you? Can you find any other evidence on this I mean, one?
1: I found a Business Insider article. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called... The Homeowners
0: J- and Shopkeepers!
1: <laughs> it's called, J.K. Rowling used this clever strategy in the final Harry Potter book. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is the final book in J.K. Rowling's seven-book saga, the culmination of the character's journeys come to a head of the Battle of Hogwarts, an epic showdown, blah, blah, blah. A Redditor named... I'm not. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Posted an astute observation of the book's ending. So I'm now Mm. navigating to the Reddit post so that I'm not just reading the Business Insider.
0: (laughs) What you don't want to hear what the homeowners and business owners. Okay.
1: No, I'm going right to the primary source here. Yeah. Reddit post. I just realized that the Battle of Hogwarts is the previous six books in reverse order posted five years ago
0: okay half blood
1: prince harry ron and hermione apparate into Hogsmeade and are met by a barkeep who gives them the means to return to a death eater infiltrated hogwarts
0: okay already a huge stretch <laughs> okay, huge okay, huge okay. huge stretch yeah
1: order of the phoenix harry ron and hermione enter the room of requirement and rouse dumbledore's army to rebel against the oppressive regime that controls hogwarts
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: okay, Goblet of Fire Harry flies on a broomstick and evades fire as he grabs an object <laughs> He grabs an object He grabs an object Prisoner of Azkaban Harry, Ron, and Hermione battle hundreds of dementors before going under the Whomping Willow to the Shrieking Shack Chamber of Secrets Neville pulls the sword from the Sorting Hat and uses it to kill a serpent
0: Okay, that's right Stone,
1: Voldemort is destroyed by his own rebounding curse I, that's not
0: what happened I,
1: I i i my mind is blown that somebody who writes for business insider found this post and then oh just like god rewrote it and it got published
0: was there no news to there was a no business news that day was there, there was
1: there was no business news on january 2016
0: nothing to be an insider about today this is a
1: tech insider that (laughs) posted this so there was just there was no tech going on that day
0: no no tech news going on (laughs) oh wow that's so good i (laughs) i love the idea so like okay the 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 haggard thing isn't even mentioned here and that feels like the biggest gimme (laughs) yeah (laughs) um uh uh the harry flies and and picks up an object (laughs) is that happens in every single book (laughs) i i I don't know if that one counts um also harry ron and hermione do not do battle with hundreds of dementors before entering the whomping willow in
1: (laughs) no they don't
0: that is an that is an embellishment on what happens in book 3. That mm-hmm. the dementors come later and they kind of like own Harry until he learns to cast the Patronus.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, yeah, I don't know about this one, but thank you Business Insider for giving <laughs> us the inside business on this incredible <laughs> confession. <laughs> What's the picture that they chose on that one?
1: Um it's Uh, The part from the movie where McGonagall is like in front of everyone and they're all looking. And I assume it's like looking after victory or after Harry died. Uh, I don't know. Just standing.
0: standing They are just standing. They are just standing. What if Snape didn't die just because of Voldemort? What if he just broke the vow he made with Narcissa? It is said that Narcissa and Lucius were looking for Draco during Battle of Hogwarts. He was in danger and Snape didn't help him. Just consider, what if that vow took part in his death and Voldy was just puppet of magic at the time?
1: What? Alright, run that past me again.
0: What if Snape didn't just die because of Voldemort?
1: He he got bit by a snake. He got his head bit off.
0: (laughs) What if he just broke the vow he made with Narcissa? It is said that Narcissa and and Lucius were looking for Draco during the Battle of Hogwarts. He was in danger and Snape didn't help him. Just consider, what if that vow took part in his death and Voldy was just puppet of magic at the time? (sighs)
1: Hmm. Much to think about. I think the vow was way more specific than that.
0: The vow, I think the vow is like over at this point. I think, I think, she, I think even that I, if I remember right, it was like you have to protect him this year or something. Yeah. It was, it was very. Uh, very specific protect her. with this
1: specific task that he needs to do this year
0: yeah 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 i i, I think i think that i think snape was in the clear it would have been very funny if uh hair if if like harry had like managed to save snape somehow uh and, and you know maybe voldemort had to run away and re- regroup and then snape was like i i see that you saw my cringe memories Hmm. Um, I'm sorry about all that. And Harry said, that's okay. I respect you. And then Snape keeled over anyway, because Draco died. That would be pretty good.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think that like it's reasonable for Snape to protect Draco if he's not able to. And also if he doesn't even know he's in danger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one's tough for sure. Hmm. Much to think about. Mm-hmm. I love that Harry never used the killing curse throughout the whole series. Even in the final battle, he still didn't use it. I think that speaks a lot to his character and how even though it was Voldemort he was facing, he wasn't willing to stoop to that level.
1: This would be fine if he wasn't, like, Imperioing people, this book. <laughs> right. And also, didn't he Crucio someone?
0: He cr- yes, he, yeah, he's he's been uh he crucioed fucking the caros,
1: yeah, so i don't i I don't think I can i think this one is like a little doing a little bit of cherry picking.
0: Harry has stooped quite a bit lower than just using the gun spell, I think at this point mm-hmm. uh, never addressed in the book he's 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 hoping for a sandwich, that's it um I also like there's a moment in this chapter where when he's when he's doing the it was then that i carried you routine and like casting shield charms for people um he's also like blasting some guys from under the cloak yeah and and there's one moment where uh he like knocks over some death eaters and it says that they got trampled by the crowd uh that that was like running inside the great hall yeah and i would just like to say one nasty way to go out um and harry is absolutely responsible for those deaths and not only that but like in not just using the gun spell (laughs) he's kind of like putting the responsibility for those deaths on the people who are stampeding
1: yeah like
0: you're kind of putting that one on the people running at that point i don't think it's you like harry i think you have i think you at least get an assist on that one definitely that's uh that's a little a little dark i think um, let's see. I have, have one. You... Ooh, yes, please.
1: I think locking up the Slytherin house was a good thing. I wouldn't want them getting out and going over to help fight alongside their parents, who are fighting with Voldemort. Even if they promised they wouldn't, I think their parents would have guilt-tripped them or done something so they would.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe... <laughs> I, love, I, I just love the
1: use of the word guilt trip like guilt trip i hate when my parents guilt trip me into fighting on their side of the battle Uh parents just don't understand parents
0: just don't understand i want to fight on the other i want to kill them they just don't understand
1: there it's like i see like every third battle of hogwarts confession is people upset about the way slytherin house was treated yeah that is I've, a very common upset
0: yeah i've got a tbh i think rolling should have included some nice slytherins uh 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 there's there's quite a few in here that just seem to be taking umbrage with that headcanon after the Battle of Hogwarts, Harry goes back to the Forbidden Forest, digs up the Resurrection Stone, and summons Severus Snape. They talk about <laughs> how... Yes! I agree. This is also my head canon. I agree. They talk about how everything happened, and what might have been.
1: <laughs> everything happened so much. <laughs> uh,
0: with a smile and a handshake, Harry once again buries the ring, feeling a newfound respect for Snape.
1: So, question about this one. Yeah. Um, When Harry used it to bring back Lupin and James and Lily, it was the good way to use it because he was going, he was, like, letting them escort him to his own death, right? <laughs> yeah. In this case, to get closure with Snape, would that, like, pet cemetery Snape? Ooh. Because, Uh, mm. uh, like, it's one, like, it, I feel like it isn't quite justified enough. Like, I can't, I'm not quite sold on the good guy reason, because even if you're trying to bring someone back for, like, closure, you're still not letting them go.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah you're that's a very it's it's kind of selfish on harry's part
1: yeah snape was ready he died for the cause you know so to bring him back it might be zombie snape
0: might be zombie snape that's but but here's the thing is that a risk you're willing to take
1: absolutely yeah
0: if it's it's not zombie snape then you get to uh uh, talk about how everything happened
1: (laughs) i want to know what it, how everything happened yeah
0: if if you got a chance to talk about how everything happened with Severus snape
1: oh uh, i you take it i think i i might need to tell him that colin creevy died he needs to, he needs to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me everything that happened well colin creevy died Um uh, lupin and tonks are dead Oh, uh,
1: and there was a wizard in the quad there's a wizard in the quad i'm not sure you know who that who is was? You there's might know 50 him, though. others
0: there's fifty others who you might see coming through the through the veil at some point mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um and then and then you, with a smile and a handshake, part ways,
1: yeah, sure, and then sure? I'm just gonna bury the bury the stone again,
0: all right bury the bury the stone again, and but it'll and just that's... be
1: there in case there's anyone else I want to talk to
0: Hmm. If you wanna what if you dig Snape up again and say, actually, you know, <laughs> there were some other some, there was, other, some other stuff happened. <laughs> other stuff happened. There were there were house elves and they were like attacking <laughs> everyone with kitchen <laughs> knives. It was crazy. The homeowners and business owners showed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, have you got another one? Mmm.
1: Most of people Mm-hmm. See the Battle of Hogwarts as a fight with Voldemort and Death Eaters. But I see that this is the most amazing and beautiful example of devotion to school and teachers. Presented in times when most of kids slash teenagers hate school and treat this as a place to come and go. Graduated students made a huge impression on me when they came to help. It's just great.
0: Nerd.
1: Nerd, 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 <laughs> nerd alert! Nerd,
0: nerd, nerd <laughs> alert!
1: I, I love, I love that um, this <laughs> this book has no themes, and so you could just like literally make them up. It's like actually, this is how, about how school is good. <laughs> this is about how it's good to and be nice these, to And in these, in our, in our modern, in our modern world, kids and teens just don't value education as much as they should.
0: Damn, it's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what Harry Potter
0: is all about. <laughs> That's what Harry Potter is all about. It's about devotion to teachers. I know that on her wiki page, it says that she died, but I like to think that Lavender Brown survived the battle at Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, Are me too.
0: I there, said so there's a comma there. I'm just, I'm just, I, you might need to brace yourself. For okay. Okay. Became a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Married Parvati Patil. Okay adopted okay. a werewolf child who had been <laughs> disowned by his or her parents and became a werewolf rights advocate the child
1: did or lavender
0: did? <laughs> I, I assume lavender but maybe the kid did
1: hmm okay <laughs> why not nothing wrong with that this Although is... I don't think I don't think she'd become a werewolf. I think she'd become a half werewolf like kinda Bill. Like, yeah. It's just the cool parts so and none of the bad stuff.
0: See, that would be sick. I mean, honestly, it would be kind of sick to be a werewolf. Everyone should stop. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah, if you had just like the half werewolf thing, and she was like, because it's like they, they this series really uh uh under delivered on like the magical creature people. Hmm. We never got to see, um, uh, floor like throwing fireballs anywhere, uh, and we were also apparently robbed of lavender getting to like do cool half werewolf shit.
1: I think Lupin should have been able to be a werewolf again.
0: Ooh, like what let if me he see went... a cool
1: werewolf fight.
0: Yeah, if he went like werewolf sicko mode during the fight, that would be sick.
1: Yeah, he just died instead.
0: Yeah, that would be badass. Um, so this isn't a confession, but if you search Fallen Fifty on Tumblr, hashtag Fallen50. Oh yeah. There are not very many posts, but there are some real bangers here. It's the twentieth anniversary of Battle of Hogwarts. Since it's midnight already in my country, raise your wands in the memory of all those who laid down their lives fighting Voldemort every single person who died in that war has inspired me to keep fighting for what is right and to never stop hoping. Mm -hmm. Wow. Much to think about. Mm -hmm. What if some asshole decided it would be funny for Halloween to reanimate the corpses of the people who died in the (laughs) war?
1: Wait, oh, oh, that's the JJ Abrams pitch because it's the new kid in Hogwarts. It's the new kid with and the re- he <laughs> and he got the resurrection stone. And he's like, wouldn't it be funny?
0: Wouldn't it be funny if some asshole decided it would be? <laughs> <laughs> it's re- sort of
1: the- a pet cemetery sort of situation, but it's a great opportunity for all those cameos.
0: That's right. It's it's, it's it, you you get you get like a triple whammy here because it's like we're getting Harry Potter again. Mm-hmm. We're getting a zombie movie. People yep. like those um not only is it a zombie movie but because it's, it's like resurrecting yeah like you said res- resurrecting a bunch of people we know kind of a little bit of cameo stuff going on maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of humor it's like wow uh uh a vox headline uh the new jj abrams <coughs> harry potter is like harry potter meets evil dead and that's here's why that's important perfect <laughs> perfect
1: this it's perfect
0: I wonder how Neville would have fared facing the half-rotted corpses of his old dorm mate's brother or his old professor. This is a weird (laughs) tangent. I wonder how McGonagall would have fared facing the rotting corpse of Albus Dumbledore or her old students. I wonder how Harry, head Auror, would have fared being sent to help, only to have come face-to-face with his parents' mostly rotted corpse. This is grim! What's... (laughs) Is everything okay?
1: This is for the HBO show.
0: (laughs) What if some asshole decided it would be funny for Halloween? See, that (laughs) detail... I, I love that it's more... just
1: a prank it's yeah. a prank gone wrong it was for tiktok but it just went a little out of control
0: yeah this is a real grim halloween prank like if that's if that's i don't i feel like that's an extraneous detail here you could just say what if some asshole reanimated the corpses i don't yeah, know but if
1: what it... if they just thought it would be funny
0: <laughs> what if they thought it was a good little joke
1: here's kind of an interesting one mm-hmm I love to think that after the war, the strict house system at Hogwarts was loosened. There is a new common room where everyone can meet regardless of the house. At the meals, everyone sits where he or she wants. No more house points and house cup.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I like how there's a moment in this where Voldemort like threatens to get rid of the houses
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then jk rowling like clearly recognized that that sounds pretty good and like backpedals it and is like uh because it's because it's all in the evil house he's now every, yeah he's gonna make everyone go to evil house <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i mean that that i think is a really good one to bring up because as a teen reading these books i've said this before but i think i think here at the the end of harry potter it's worth repeating i was so convinced that where harry potter was going to end up was there's no more houses because that's bad uh and there's no more secrecy from muggles because that's pointless and everyone would come together to defeat voldemort and there would be a new happy world where everyone got to go to hogwarts there was no shitty house system with evil house and and muggles and wizards like shared all of their technology with each other Mm -hmm. like that just seems i mean like honestly if that had happened i might have called it boring right because it just feels so obvious in a story about like two worlds right yeah but that's not what happens and i'm glad that someone writing this confession like kind of picked up on like yeah that probably should have happened Hmm. Uh. Uh. Very weird. Instead, that it is. It, it is. It, it. It ends just as mean spirited a world as it started. Oh yeah. All right. I got one more lavender one. There's a lot of lavender confessions. About... I think that
1: it. It makes sense just because like she did have this weird fight with Grayback, which is like so yeah. out of left field, and then it's like sort of a mystery what happened to her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lavender survives the Battle of Hogwarts and grows up to run the magical pet shop in Diagon Alley. One day, Ron and Hermione come in, and Lavender is uncomfortable seeing Hermione. with Why? They were were
1: like 14.
0: Yeah. She remembers Hermione being frosty towards her during her sixth year and doesn't want to be thought of as just Ron's ex. But then Hermione gives her a big hug and says, I'm so glad we're all still alive. (laughs) <laughs> is so Hermione a low on edibles? bar? is Hermione bowling
1: so here <laughs> wow we're all alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be that would be more awkward than being called Ron's ex I think <laughs> like, just comes, so so I want I want your take do you think Lavender Brown runs the pet shop or do you think that she married parvati and uh became a werewolf rights advocate oh
1: that werewolf, werewolf for sure, yeah, yeah i agree
0: that is that is much cooler
1: i have one do you think you can tolerate some ginny ginny bashing
0: uh uh you know i'm i'm so tired of the characters being bashed but uh but but you know sometimes you gotta hear something you don't want to hear
1: yeah sorry i'm tagging this <laughs> ginny bashing for <laughs> for everyone I would have liked the Molly duel better if she saved someone else, for example Ron, Hermione, Percy, etc. I never liked Ginny and had no sympathy for her in that <laughs> battle she put herself in a dangerous situation because of her bad assery thinking she can defeat a top death eater. Likely it was Ginny who initiated the fight as Hermione is too smart to do so. And Bella had no reason to attack Ginny out of all the people present. I couldn't have cared less. if Ginny snuffed it right there. And then wow. sorry. Wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> Was this written by the um, crimes of Ginny Weasley and those like her thing?
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like that person just wanted um, her to uh, go to jail for her and do her time. You know, this person is like having some personal issues here.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is that is. Mm, They
1: are imparting so much feeling onto the scene Yeah, I did not feel.
0: (laughs) I would never even have put together like Ginny probably thought she could kill a top Death Eater. Because
1: just trying to be badass.
0: That's, that's, wow. That is a a scorching assault on Ginny (laughs) Weasley's character.
1: (laughs) Hermione would have been far too smart to think she could take on a top Death Eater. Yeah, but that, that stupid bitch, Ginny.
0: Yeah, that's that's wild. That's uh, yeah. Wow, that's, that's that's that. I've never, I've never heard anyone. I mean, like I know a lot of people dislike Ginny, and like I sort of like ambiently dislike her, but not because like I dislike her as a character, but more just like uh, her, her the, the what she brings to the book and the films as well is like so all over the place, right? Where I'm just like eh this could have been better yeah it's more
1: like i hate harry experiencing a romantic plot than i
0: like have a
1: problem with her i liked her in book two
0: yeah she was a lot of fun in book two um well Ginny watch was a great segment for a while before she Mm -hmm. disappeared um but uh but yeah this is this is this is more thinking about Ginny as a character than I think I've ever done.
1: <laughs> Again, I, I wanted to read this one um, because I felt so neutral about this scene. I I appreciate this, like, injection of, like, a pure emotion, passion for the scene, even if maybe uh, a little ill-advised.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is certainly more passion than I could conjure up for that scene.
1: Right, yeah. yeah
0: I, I I support it. All right. Have you got one more for us? I have or... a wacky
1: one we could end with.
0: Yeah, let's end on uh, on a wacky one.
1: So last night I had a dream. The final battle took place at a Muggle carnival. Wouldn't that be wacky? <laughs> that would be wacky.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. What, like, do they mean? Are we talking about like one with like rides everywhere? Like uh, like a, or it, it was would would Harry fight Voldemort on the Tilda world?
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe just think of like the environmental stuff you could do uh, at a carnival.
0: Yeah, uh, the the house elves could like fight the death, e- like like put their heads in the cotton candy machine.
1: Oh, and there's those that game with like the water guns. You could mm. use those.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh. There's a there's a test your strength machine, mm-hmm. and and uh, Death Eater falls on it, and like Hagrid. Hits him with the hammer, and you hear oh. the bell. The bell go ding. Oh,
1: that's really good.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I like these. This, mm-hmm. is the, uh, you know what? This one was wacky, but I'm yeah. honestly better than a high school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really take much advantage of the high school setting
0: no not really like there i mean there was that bit in in like the first battle chapter where it was like oh and the desks were running around
1: yeah that was cute
0: yeah that's kind of like very weirdly positioned between two very serious things but it was a a cuter idea like but yeah muggle car and see then the muggles could get involved too yeah I like, oh I like...
1: the, the muggles might think it's like some part of a show or like Ooh. maybe that they're like dressed up and putting on an act or something yeah
0: they're like oh the carnival they really up their ante every year this time they've got this time they've got real some real characters shooting lasers at each other
1: look at that crazy snake snake man <laughs> oh he's my got God. a boa constrictor
0: they cut that snake's head off i wonder how they did that trick yeah <laughs> is it like sawing the lady in half <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm into it i'm into it anything would be better than hogwarts honestly mm-hmm. it's All not right. even
1: Eagle Hog- evil hogwarts not really. even
0: evil hogwarts there's the 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 search that i did for fallen 50 um every post release at least three of the posts here have attached um a picture of the movie poster for the movie we're gonna watch week after next yeah um which i don't know if you've seen it 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 was a photo of like hogwarts but it's like all blown up looking and there's like <laughs> smoke and fire and it just says it all ends <laughs> And it looks so much like a fan made like, you know, like like when fans just get like real go real out there with their like fan uh, like ideas for like a poster or like a tagline or whatever. But it is the real poster. It all ends was the was the uh, was the tagline for the last movie. Very cool. So that's just a little teaser for you. Um, uh, Exploded Hogwarts is, is, is going to be in the film can't wait well for all intents and purposes harry potter is over uh we read it we read harry potter and and this was how it ended which is very weird to think about i think
1: i i keep going back to that documentary where and it's like right i think that they released the documentary right before the deathly hallows movie came out (laughs) and there's footage of jk rowling being like I finished it and being like, it's really done. I don't, I don't remember yeah. exactly what she said. And that was a funny thing to watch. But now we're <laughs> thinking back on it and knowing this is what she just wrote. It's so funny. It's yeah, done.
0: Knowing, because <laughs> cause the thing is, we know that um, we know that she had the epilogue written before book one. Mm -hmm. supposedly i mean she showed she showed that manila folder right and said like this is the ending
1: yeah i'm sure she like tidied it up and all of that yeah
0: um but the idea that if if that is true if that is the 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 real moment where she finished the book and she uh wrote in chronological order which i mean some authors do some authors don't right like that's that that's that's up for debate i don't know whether she does or not but the idea that she could have on camera have typed the sentence harry wondered if creature would bring him a sandwich <laughs> and then like triumphantly closed her laptop and turned around to the camera and said i did it i finished harry potter <laughs> <laughs> it's, is, such a,
1: it's such a tantalizing uh, situation it's
0: such a delightful idea <laughs> uh, and, and much like some of these confession writers, I think I choose to make that my head hmm Yeah, me we, too. We should we should find that clip again. Uh, oh yeah, and and rewatch that with the, with the greater context because that was a that was a weird documentary if I remember right. If oh I, yeah. But yeah, that's the end of Harry Potter. We saw her write it, and now we've read it. Kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Hmm. Well. We've been going pretty long. I guess it's deserved as it is the end of Harry Potter proper. But what do you say we take it to the close?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them as always for letting us use it as our theme song. You can check them out at Bandcamp and you can check us out at patreon.com slash streetcast. We've got so much bonus content there for you. We've got other books we've read. We've got other movies we've watched. We've got just us talking about video games, beverages, whatever's going on in our lives, just 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 shooting the shit, just having a, uh, a good time in the in the bonus common room episodes. And Liz, what are we reading next week?
1: All right, people who have been reading along with us this whole time, <laughs> you've got one more. One more. And it is the epilogue. It is called 19 years later.
0: 19 years later. I guess we'll we'll kind of have to read it and kind of decide before we record whether or not um, we're going to do like a normally structured like chapter episode with this or whether it's a little shorter and maybe tied into like a, a kind of retrospective thing. We'll see. We'll... Yeah, it's
1: pretty short and I I have no idea whether I'll be able to talk about it for four hours or like <laughs> 20 minutes, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 will we'll play it by ear. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll tie some other stuff into it. But either way, I'm looking forward to it. But please, even if you have been here all the way, and even if you are excited to be on the final final piece of the puzzle with us please read another book
1: please read another book but there's <laughs> a lady
0: there makes ocean roll seem tame but i know what you're after if you catch her eye cuz this heart and my is just a cat in disguise